0: They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba.
1: Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour. Thank you all for being with us. You can reach us. We'll get to your phone calls. Will it meet still in play, too? It has not happened yet this week. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Justin. Team Rick and Bubba, all here. Here comes Bill, Bubba, Bussy. Hey, Bubba. The Rick and hey hey, 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 yeah. Welcome, buddy. Welcome. You having,
2: you having fun with this to replay yeah, day, Rick? The old banks
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bubba. Yeah. COVID nineteen update. Yeah. So the never ending hydroxychloroquine. Look, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But y'all are not making it easy for those of us that are trying not to be conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. This hydroxychloroquine thing is just bizarro. And you don't want to think some of the things that look kind of obvious about it. Hmm. So uh, this is uh, from the Laura Ingram show. She interviews a cardiologist because, you know, one of the things they all say is, okay, you can't take it. It'll take your heart out. It'll take your heart out. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been around for too dangerous, Bubba. Rick, 65 too dang- years, Hey, by too, the way. Hey, too dangerous. Mm-hmm. We've only been had it for 65 years. Uh, Pass
2: it out like m so, if you're
1: going overseas.
2: In some countries, it's an over-the-counter drug. It's so, Rick, with aspirin.
1: Yes. I'm not even okay? going to say anything other than letting this doctor, a cardiologist, talking to... Laura Ingram. You just listen to their conversation and then we'll discuss after it. This is courtesy of Fox News and the Laura Ingram show. Here it
3: is. Using data collected from more than 2.6 billion people around the world, a new 2. study finding billion. that the risk of death from COVID is 79% lower in countries where HCQ was widespread and used early on versus those where it was limited. Joining me now is Dr. Ramin Osqui. Uh, original member of the medical cabinet, and uh, he's CEO of Foxhall Cardiology in D.C. Uh, Dr. Osqui, is this data legitimate?
4: I, I think the data is uh, legitimate, and they provide over 150 references to support their findings. Uh, the data is really damning. Uh, what you see is that countries... Countries that don't spend, like we do, 20% of our GDP on health care have uh, done incredibly well with COVID. Uh, and uh, it's really devastating to Dr. Fauci, Dr. Hahn, Dr. Redfield and their performance. Uh, I think not only should they be embarrassed, but I think they really need to be held to account.
3: Yeah, we heard, uh, was it Dr. Redfield? I can't remember who said the other day, we have to move on from this. We'd have to move on from hydroxychloroquine. one. What? What are you talking about? I mean, they're they're threatening the medical license of that doctor in Texas, that woman who went viral. They're trying to, you know, completely be malicious toward her uh, because she she said, I'm trying to save lives. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not, she's not being political. She's trying to save lives. They're threatening people now.
4: And and physicians have a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interest of their patients. Hydroxychloroquine, as we know, is very safe. It's been around for 65 years. You know, my own article in the British Medical Journal looked at the cardiac safety uh, in COVID patients specifically and clearly showed that this was safe as well. I think the real question, Laurie, is given how much money uh, we've spent in this way, we have to ask ourselves whether corporate and institutional research has really twisted, perverted, how we've uh, 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 yeah. handled this crisis and led us to have a very poor response, frankly. Well,
3: well President Trump seems to understand this. He's talking about how big pharma against his efforts to lower drug prices through that executive order and have most favored nation status. He gets it, but someone around President Trump clearly doesn't get it. And clearly it's the, at the FDA. Clearly it's uh, at the NIH. There's a lot of bucks floating around there. Dr. Uh, Jonathan Reiner made the point about um, health and heart with HCQ on CNN today. Real quick, let's watch. This drug can hurt people. If used you know,
5: uh, without careful EKG monitoring, this drug can cause fatal arrhythmias. The reason why this drug has been safe in some clinical trials is that it was studied carefully in clinical trials and most patients were monitored. That's much different than being out in the community.
3: You're a cardiologist, Dr. Osqui. He is not. Your response?
4: Well, Dr. Reiner is a cardiologist, and I respect oh, he okay, his skills in the wrong. cath lab tremendously. But Jonathan just simply hasn't read the literature. Uh, he He's not up to speed in this area of medicine. And the fact is, is that this drug has been used for decades without any cardiac monitoring. Uh, and it's been used safely in closely monitored patients in France, the United States, throughout the world with tremendous results. If this pill was so dangerous why do we see countries that clearly don't have the ability to monitor these patients so carefully having such tremendously positive outcomes Man, go to tur- c19study.com look for yourself they list all the references it's tremendous
1: Man. so wow.
4: so remember the number they
1: looked at 2.6 billion people Is everybody, does everybody everybody think that's a pretty good sample rick that's a pretty good sample any day These are countries that do not have the wealth that we have, so they had an inexpensive drug that's been around for 65 years called hydroxychloroquine. They had no choice. And they began to use it early on, and they have not had the problems that those countries that are not using it have had to the tune of a 79% lower death rate. Okay, so that's pretty damning. And as, and as I like this doctor, he said, "Look, we've got the research. We've got go look at it for yourself. It's, it's not. It's not like we're hiding information or inventing information." Uh, he says uh, they've been. They don't monitor people with EKGs in these countries. They don't have access
6: to that kind of stuff. They haven't had some uh, outburst of cardiac problems. So where's the and, breakdown? Because I talked to someone last night that. That says that if his pharmacist gets a prescription for hydrochloroquine when, when it comes to COVID nineteen, they'll hand it right back and say we're not filling it well, that's because the, there's no proven science behind it working. Well, that's the point that this doctor is making, and you heard Laura Ingram make.
1: Well, the the problem is our government agencies, the FDA, and they mentioned another one. Uh, they're they're not they're acting like this information doesn't exist. And they have in their minds that Americans should not be using it. You even heard her say, one person said, we need to move on from this. But I think we're all a little confused because it just, we just heard, am I? Am I, no, no, I? We just heard a doctor who's written articles to the New England Journal of Medicine who says, we've done this extensive research. He certainly didn't sound like a quack to me. He, he deals with heart patients because he is a cardiologist. And he even said to his other cardiologist, and he corrected Laura Ingram, who tried to say he wasn't one. He said, "Yes, uh-huh. he is," and he, and I respect him. But in this area, he doesn't respect know. his skills in the in, in the cardiologist the, area. In the ca- mm-hmm. cath lab. He said, "But yep. he doesn't. He hasn't studied the medicine on this one. He's not informed on hydroxychloroquine because here are the numbers from the countries that started using it early on, as soon as this broke out, because it was familiar to them." And uh, and and they have a seventy nine percent lower death rate than the countries that didn't use it or are not using it. So, and and the sample I'm gonna say again is over two billion.
6: Um, well, and nobody's ever said this is so the only. This is the only thing to do. No, but no, we no. just said, look, this is a choice, and it can be something to go to to maybe help. And no, well, no, you can't.
1: Well, then we get callers who note said it's been successful for them, and. And, um, I, I guess I'm not, I'm not even, I'm okay with us not declaring and running down the street with a banner with hydroxychloroquine on it, miracle cure. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, I had an, a text from a, a, a person I go to church with said they heard, uh, you know, our colleague, uh, Michael Berry interviewing, um, Stella, uh, the, the doctor that we had from, from Africa and she's not re- re- relenting. She is doubling down. She's in, I'm telling you it works and uh, I'm, I'm not going to be uh, uh, terrorized and backed off of that or, or attempted to be destroyed. You know, that's what's making us all feel a little creepy. It sounds like there's some conspiracy mm-hmm. going on with hydroxychloroquine, and anybody even in the medical field that speaks against it is attacked, and there's an attempt to cancel them and destroy them, and that makes us all feel a little creepy. Would you agree? Yeah,
2: I I think, too, the other question we have to ask, you know, the predictions were that when this hit Africa, it was going to wipe out the population. I mean, it was going to be devastating. They were going to have infection and death rates that would uh, double up what we were seeing in the civilized, more advanced medical worlds of Western Europe and America, okay? Ain't happened. Matter of fact, it's better. So we have to ask the question. You remember initially, it what must be the heat killing it. Remember we had that. Well, we've proven heat ain't the killer in it. But It, so, it,
1: it might be that, that they have a 79% lower death rate than the rest of the world because they use hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, it, it may be that a large
2: part of the population is on that for malaria. Mm-hmm. And it it helped to fight this off. I'm not saying that is the answer. No, but, not either. I'm not calling it a cure. We do know that they have handled this better than a lot of the world. And they, and why? We got to ask the question why.
1: And we don't have any other answer than that one right now. And we have to ask the same questions. You're saying, why are we so against it? It's just one of our. Uh, I mean,
7: we can keep developing other treatments. We yeah, should. There's
6: no money to be made off of
7: no, it. I, I hate to say that. It feels Rick that way. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba
8: in Ohio.
7: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick Twenty-two Bubba, minutes past Bubba. the hour. I
1: can't the Rick. Know. And Bubba's show, thank you for being with us. Uh, Phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Anonymous caller out of Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Uh, Anonymous, you're on the Rick and Bubba's show. Go right ahead.
0: Yes, sir, gentlemen. I would like to hear y'all dissect the possibility of the Democratic Party and Joe Biden's vice presidential candidate, Oprah Winfrey. She's a billionaire female minority. If you've heard what she said lately, she's setting herself up to be the vice presidential
9: candidate and uh, she'll be glad to debate Trump, not Biden. So uh, I'm going to hang up and
0: listen to
1: you. Uh, I think if you could get Big O to do it, I think that would be wise on the Democrats' part. I think that would be a good play. I think your two
2: long shots outside the normal political uh, circles right now would be
1: Michelle Obama or Oprah. Either one of those would be great choices if they can
6: get them to do it. Well, Michelle Obama came out yesterday and said that she's depressed. Because right, of Trump, right. I saw that she is. Mm-hmm.
2: She said mildly, or yeah. barely she wakes or
6: up in the middle bit. of the night, anxious about and thinking about what he's doing. Really, we,
2: we certainly know how she feels.
6: Yes, we do. So we <laughs>
2: had that for
1: about eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we understand, Michelle. We really do. Yeah, thank you, thank,
1: thank you all for fixing all of our race relations. Great job. Uh, so let's go to uh, uh, Robin and Bonifay, Florida. Bonif- oh, Robin, uh, Robin, go ahead.
10: Hey, I just wanted to say that my mom, who is a heart patient and has arthritis really bad, she's been on the Hydra, Clara, Clara, however you say it. <laughs> yeah, not, we understand. For, it makes us years, feel
1: better. Thank you. Yeah, for, huh. for,
10: for years now. And, I mean, she doesn't have COVID, thank goodness, or anything like that, but she's been taking it for years. And, you know, we're, we're hoping that, it, God forbid, that if she does catch it, that she's been on it for years, that'll help her through it. But she's never had any problems with it.
2: Well, did they warn you about possible heart issues with it?
10: No, and she no. She she's a heart patient already. She's had open heart surgery. So and, I mean, she does get checked for it, but no.
2: But they never said, you know, if you're going to take this, you need to really be careful because it gives you a lot of heart issues. No,
3: never.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think the has, the dangers of that drug have really come to the forefront right
1: after Trump mentioned it. Yeah, <laughs> well, when Speedy says that people are telling him. If you go there and try to get a prescription, and they, and they and it's for your COVID-19
6: symptoms, that you can't have it? Yeah, they'll hand it right back to you. If it's for that. Yeah. Now, if it's for lupus or something else, then they'll fill it. But if it's for that. A, that puts a moral dilemma on you, don't you? What's this prescription for?
1: Uh lupus?
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, His quote to me is that we'll hand it right back to you.
11: Uh,
6: that's I, I, I thought we were trying to win the battle
1: on this thing. Uh, let's go to uh, Randall. Randall, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Man, I
0: just want to get you alls thoughts real quick. Back in November
12: of last year, I uh, got up, went to work one morning, got real sick, did all the breeze, got uh, home, went to the urgent care locally there. They said I had a bad, bad respiratory infection because I had got tested for the flu. I did not
0: have a foot. And so I went home, laid in the bed all day. Well, that night my father called. He said, rub big paper rub on your chest. Put it on your bum with your feet. Put socks on. Well, I've done that because I needed release because it was a pretty bad deal. But next morning when I got up, I put my clothes on went to work, and I ain't been sick since. So,
1: so you thought you might have COVID before we knew what was going on?
2: You know, that what I, 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 I think yeah, I thought, that's what he's I think saying, that's right. what the point was. And I will say this too I know several people who thought that, who were real sick with an unidentified uh, respiratory issue in December, January. They were tested, they did not have the antibodies. So I think, again, we got to remember there's a lot of things that can make you sick out there. New, yeah. It,
1: we have the conference and we yeah. have a new team.
2: Yeah, and I, I was sick too. I, I was struggling in uh, December too, but I and I haven't been tested. But I, I've had so many friends who were sick around first of the year that were just sure they'd had it. Just this is the worst thing I've ever had. Yeah. I couldn't breathe, and they went tested. Did, test. they, say they, no, like, did they, they say just like that? they did? Wow. Okay. They had no no <laughs> antibodies at all for it. So. I've kind of figured that it. Because for a minute, I possible. thought you'd ask
1: James Gregory.
6: <laughs> <that's what> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll go to James <laughs> Gregory. Uh, uh,
1: how many times do you think – I'd like to ask the staff this question. Who's the funniest man in America? How yeah. many How many times have you thought you had COVID? <clears throat> uh, three. For me, about three.
2: <clears throat> you thought you had it? Yeah. Like you, so, you, since, you, since you, it's been an you issue? You
1: were like – Or, ba- or you, back past? No, no, no. Because yeah. yeah. you, you, you think you to yourself, oh, here it is. <laughs>
11: Well,
2: I'm kind of going through that next. See, this is that time of year I have allergy yeah. problem in August, yeah. September. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm this is going to be my tough time. How about when, coming you, up. when you, you choke? You know, your first
1: thought is oh, here it is.
6: Here it is. <laughs> How about hey. when you choke in pu- public or something? You have to cough. Yeah, and you're like, I'm clean. I'm uh-huh. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You,
2: you, <laughs> talking, you talking about? The, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and, and and more to this. Uh, well, go
1: ahead. I, I've got an email here. I'm yeah, yeah. and I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. something else too. We're studying Sweden now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweden. Joe and, uh, Joe and Baker, go ahead.
10: Yes, good morning. Hey, Joe. With Joe Biden saying that he's going to choose a woman of color as his running mate, isn't he in violation of the Equal Opportunity Act discrimination?
1: Well, you know, if you read it, if it was a civil service job, yes. Yeah, but uh, what you'll hear is as long as you're in the majority, they really can withhold anything from you. I mean, that, I'm not sure that's how it's written, but that's what they would say.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, to But this is not a, an official civil service job. This is a political thing, right. which he has freedom to do whatever he
1: wants mm-hmm. to do. I guess. So you have the freedom to try to be sharp. Mm-hmm. Travis in Enterprise. Travis, go ahead.
12: Uh, yes, sir. I was wondering about the hydrochloroquine. If they're so worried about our health, then why are they handing out opioids like Tic Tac?
1: Yeah, well, you know, there's there's some people that think that uh, that you know, there's going to be you'll see those lawsuits come later like we had with cigarettes yep. where the big pharma knew these things were highly addictive, they ignored all the testing cuz they knew there was big money to be made, especially when people get addicted to them. I'm not sure I I'm saying I agree with all that, but you're going to have those kind of lawsuits come up cuz you remember bubba what happened to the tobacco companies? They had to find out what they knew. And when they knew it, right? And uh, so but
2: but here's the thing too, Rick. A lot of the times, uh, you know, and you, you never know. I mean, some people are going to be chemically addicted to things first time they try it. You, mm-hmm. you just don't know. You see that with tobacco, mm-hmm. alcohol, a lot of things. Uh, you just don't know. And then a lot of people were not following the the direction. Correct. When it said to, this is the end of it, they just kept going with it, and mm-hmm. that that's what came. Well, out
1: opioids. I, the, the, we're realizing now, it's just a bubble We have to figure out when they knew it <laughs> what they knew yes. are, are highly addictive. Oh, well, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but, but, um, and they work real good. That's,
2: that's can,
6: I, can I ask a question? Has there, and a great email here, has there ever been a drug where a pharmacist can refuse to fill a prescription because they simply disagree with the doctor's chosen method of treatment? That's a great question.
1: I don't mm-hmm. know.
6: That's a great question. I want to share an email
2: with you from a lupus patient when we come back. Bottom of the hour.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show 866. We be big is our number. Gabby, 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 Gabby. The emails continue to come in. Uh, people saying, really appreciate that heads up about Gabby.com slash Bubba. Uh, saving on average on their uh, car and uh, their home insurance an average of $825 per year. Uh, they don't sell your info. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, so here's how it works. You go to Gabby.com slash Bubba. About two minutes to put in your insurance information. You, go, you put in your auto. You put in your home. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> Forty different insurance companies come up, and all the big names are represented. You got Travelers and State Farm and Allstate and Farmers Nationwide, uh, Progressive. They all come up, and they say, "Here's your coverage, and here's what we would charge you for it." Same coverage. You're not losing any coverage. And is is it less expensive somewhere else? Well, you would know. And then you may find out you have the best deal, which also is kind of cool. Uh, but people are saving money. I'm talking about thousands of dollars. So if you would like to do this, it, it would uh, be simple, and it's free. Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba, and keep those emails coming in. We love hearing about the sponsors. Uh, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba, and there's also a link at com under the sponsors button. Bubba, you had an email. Got an email. Uh,
2: the, the sender will remain anonymous. Said, I have RA and lupus. Uh, I have been taking uh, hydro uh, hydroxy, hydroxy. hydroxy. She just calls it hydroxy. Since January of 2020, this year, so fairly new, I go to my rheumatologist every three months, had the fourth visit yesterday. I asked the doctor, have you had any of your patients come down with COVID-19? Her answer, no, not one. Hmm. I've had three close exposures. Missionary friends who came home early from China in January. My brother-in-law, who is a nurse, or works in nursing at a major hospital in the area, mm-hmm. and my son's godfather uh, also uh, had 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 come down with it or had it or been exposed to it. Uh, I have been tested three times, all negative. Just saying. Well, it's interesting. I mean, the, the, you see a lot of these stories. I, I don't know. I'm, and again, this is not a scientific study, but there there is. Is the term we've learned a lot of anecdotal evidence?
1: Let's go. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you that one sample needs to be a little bigger. It was only two point six billion. <laughs> yeah, that uh, you mean the continent of Africa? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anonymous, out of Georgia. Anonymous, go ahead, buddy.
0: Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Uh, I just wanted to put it out there. Uh, my brother-in-law, he's a police officer in Alabama. He uh, tested positive for COVID. And, uh, less than two weeks later, they te- retested him again, to make sure, you know, see if it was out of the system yet. And he tested negative, but he also came back with negative results on the antibodies test. So it's just starting to kind of be really weird. in My opinion. Yeah. That, uh, so he tested so positive. They said,
1: they said, Hey, you got it. Yeah. Then when they went to try to clear him on the negative test, not only did he test negative, which that could happen, he didn't have any antibodies, meaning he may have never had it.
0: Hey, firm.
2: Uh, they, uh, I'm getting emails too, that said, uh, they're being told that the antibody test is only about 25% accurate. And the longer (laughs) it's been since you were infected, the less chance the antibodies will show up. I know personally, someone who works in the medical field who had the antibody test was told you did not have the antibodies. They took the test results to somebody else who read them and said, Oh yeah, you did. They just didn't read this right. Here we go. Hey Greg. Song, hey Greg.
1: I'll watch this. Greg. <laughs> Greg. I had somebody that went down to get tested. Line was real long, took a long time. And they got tired of waiting. Look, look, he's just he just waving at me like, shut up. <laughs> so Chris and Huntsville one hundred point three the river. Chris, go ahead.
0: Hey, good morning. Uh I just wanted to jump in and say my doc is one of the ones of the controversial group and He's explained it out. I've heard him on other programs, and and there is proof out there that some of this is fraud. Uh, He cited several um, studies, uh, including one that, get this, where they went out and talked to different hospitals, and supposedly these hospitals participated in in this study that said, you know, yeah, this uh, hydro... Uh, However, you say it, Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't work, and all this. They call the hospitals. An independent journalist did, and the hospitals had never heard of this group doing the study. Yeah. So.
1: So your doctor is one of the ones that was on the steps of the uh, of the court of the Supreme Court out there with Doctor Stella, American frontline doctor. Yes,
0: that's that's correct. And and he's a wonderful guy. He's been practicing almost forty years, and 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 you know the thing about it is. He, he talks about the process of making it work. It's all timing. You have to prescribe it with other things like a Zithromax pack and high doses of zinc yeah. and, and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's not making it out there. You know, It's like Big Pharma seems like they're trying to squelch well, it does. the success of this. Yeah, it, it has
1: that feel. You know, let's use something, Bubba, you and I can relate to, food. Mm-hmm. It has that feel. Let's say we were facing some kind of real health digestive problem okay and somebody is out there saying we must find there's people trying to pull moss off trees there's people trying to research kale there's people that are saying (laughs) i've got a plant i'm growing that's brand new when it comes on the market it's going to solve this digestive system and all of a sudden somebody says well i eat chicken and stop mine Mm -hmm. and somebody's like what chicken is the answer Well, well, chicken's cheap and we already have it. And, and then somebody's like, but we're over here growing stuff, trying to come up with it, which we're going to make billions if we come up with the, this special food additive that'll solve this digestive system. You mean chicken <laughs> is the answer? Doesn't it feel like that? Yeah. And like, well, well, well. It does. It's almost like if they came out and said, guess what? Aspirin will fix it. I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the answer. I, I don't. Yeah. But like Bubba and I, we don't know what to do. We're sitting here, you know, with two doctors that we both respect. And one says hydroxy is unproven and could be dangerous, careful. The other one says, oh, hydroxy absolutely works. <laughs> so what are we supposed to do with that, bubs? Can you help know. me? I don't know. <laughs> you like, is any one of these Sip a quack? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is any one of these a quack? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, how can they not agree? I, I, somebody help me. I mean, does it work or does it not? I mean, we, we just had a story that said there's a sample of 2.6 billion people that have a death rate uh, that's 79% lower than people in countries that are not using it. Come, somebody, I don't. Bubba, what what's happening? Am I? Am I? Did I get it? Am I in a coma? I mean, in, 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 and Rick, what, I keep saying there's so many times that I fully expect that any day now. I hope, unless i go on into glory, that any day now I'm going to hear, Mister Burgess, can you hear us? Move your fingers if you can hear us, yeah, right, right. Mister Burgess. Mister Burgess, can you hear us? He's moving his fingers, y'all. I think he's coming out of it. And then <laughs> I'm. This it, has like, all been a dream. Yeah, and thing? I'm all like, did what? I get what happened? You got COVID and went down. Man, you ain't gonna believe his dream I had about hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> Yeah, it just it just feels weird. I don't even know what to, to do it. <laughs> uh, do it, uh, uh, anonymous caller out of Mississippi. Anonymous, go ahead.
0: Hey guys, monkey grass, green acres. Thank See you it. for the call, my brother.
1: <laughs> go ahead.
0: So, uh, as a provider, I prescribe hydroxychloroquine to a high risk uh, COVID patient, and uh, no more did it hit the pharmacy. The pharmacy called and it's like, hey. Uh, this for COVID? And I was like, well, yeah, (laughs) it's a high risk patient, you know, gave him a story. And basically he was telling me that they're not, we're not to prescribe it for COVID because there's a short supply for all the people who do need it for lupus and and the RA and things like that, which makes total sense of why they're kind of bulking it, you know, of, for not having it is the supply chain is not going to be able to treat everybody who has
2: it. Well, let, let me say, let me say that to this though. Shouldn't they just be honest with us and say, look, uh-huh. we don't have the I- supply. We have people with lupus that has to have it. This will get back How's to that mask. You know the mask thing to begin with. When they told us we didn't need mask, mm-hmm. it wasn't because we didn't need mask. They wanted healthcare workers to have them. So shouldn't they have just Correct. have said that? Because now it looks like they flip flop. Just all shoot us straight. Mm-hmm. Just
1: tell us the truth and let us How's
0: deal the with it. Government ever done that? Hmm. Well, they <laughs> do
1: sometimes, huh. but we don't like it. We, we all hear Ronald Reagan, don't we? The worst <laughs> thing you could ever hear. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yep. Uh, right, <laughs> good. So if it's a short supply for the patients who are on it all the time and need it for lupus or whatever they've been taking it long term for, okay. I, I, well, I think the us. American
2: people would be, uh, you know, very receptive to that. But uh, some
1: people don't have hydroxyl. All right. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Look, you know what the U.S., we did very good on the first lockdown. Everybody went along with it. Mm-hmm. We were told it was going to be a certain amount of time. They mm-hmm. extended it. We were all right with that. And then everybody got stir crazy. Yeah. We'll try to do what's right, but you gotta shoot us straight.
1: Well also this is where we keep studying the Sweden thing. Sweden just suggested this is what you should do, didn't fully shut down the whole the whole economic system and people bought in. So you
2: also get almost that, to a ninety percent level. It, we we've been reading Sweden, was it a success
1: or not? Because they won't mention whether they had mask or not. Right. We but, can't find that. But inside. goes back to does anybody know that? <laughs> but it goes back to this. You know why that probably would be a better approach here? Then you don't get all these conspiracy theories about the government and overreaching and they're trying to take but over, and trying to ruin the election. All that goes right. away if you just go, here's what everybody should do. We're not going to shut down the economy, we're going to make some sensible decisions. We suggest the science says try to cut down on your travel, try to cut down on your large groups. Do some distancing. Hey, hey, restaurants! You don't have to close. Let's just cut down on your capacity, so we are never have you sitting there for weeks on end with no business. Right. And everybody stays alive. Right? Hey, we're going to shut down high school. We're going to shut down college. But you know
2: what? Their participation we're, was ninety percent, almost ninety percent, eighty-six percent. And yeah. we're
1: going to leave elementary school, we're going to leave kindergarten, and all that open because science doesn't say these these teachers or these children are at risk. We're going to leave it. It sounded very common sense, and it appears to have worked. Now, the, we don't know. The jury's still out. Because you've got to go all the way through the season and get to the end of it. But it sounds like it, it, it was the right thing to do. Well, we're and
5: about to find out. Yeah.
1: Dan. Here in a few days. Yeah. Dan and all of
5: ours go by the same plan. You're right. Hey, how you
1: doing? Hey, buddy.
9: Hey, hey what I got a story of is uh, I got a of uh, that uh, went to Florida,
0: a little trip. He works for a post office. So when he got back, he had to take the COVID test, you know, to make sure he didn't have it or whatever. So he gets to the place to take the test, and they fill the paperwork out and whatnot. But the line was so long, they sat there and sat there and sat there and waited. Well, then, uh, you know, they said, well, "We got to get out of here. We ain't got time for this." So they left. Oh, wow. Well, a week later or whatnot, they get a letter in the mail. All three of them that there filled the paper out said, "Oh, you're you're tested positive," and they never even took the test.
6: <laughs> Man, oh, really? Are you
1: serious? I haven't yeah. heard that. Man, that's no, crazy. No, no, that, that's, that's insane. That'll <laughs> set this thing on our ear. Rick and
6: Bubba,
5: that's Rick funny. And Bubba. Greg, did you do that? He Greg. was serious, wasn't he, Greg? Wow. People. All
11: right, well, uh, look, well,
5: it's happening a lot. It is. He, he didn't
11: I
6: get to you the that. Chinese seats. He won't know if we knew about them. We'll be back 13 minutes to the top of
1: the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back, 866 We be big as a number The Rick and Bubba store, a lot of brand-new items are there, and they're moving briskly. Rick and Bubba beach towel, Rick and Bubba bucket hat, Rick and Bubba 200-piece jigsaw puzzle, Rick and Bubba deck of cards. Uh, matter of fact, I think we've rolled through the, the yellow ones. we got some that have the red cover on the back. That's kind of cool. They're, we've reordered those, so we'll, we'll get those too. You can still order those. We'll, we've got them reordered. Uh, and also uh, the, 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 the Grilla Tongs. Somebody means business. Tongs for your grill. Uh, the big Rick and Bubba logo and that stainless steel tongs on each side. Right down the side of it, indicating to everybody that you mean business on the grill. Add that to your Rick and Bubba spatula. If you already have it, uh, that in many items available at rickandbubba.com under the store. And we're really going to concentrate on new items coming out periodically all the way up to Christmas, uh, shopping season, uh, because we know a lot of you, I mean, you've been around the show for a long time. You're like, Hey man, give us some new stuff. So, uh, and coming soon, the Rick and Bubba Mass. since apparently we're going to wear masks for the rest of our lives. Uh, so that, uh, that'll be, um, that'll be coming up as well. Um. We, you want to do something different? I'm kind of hydroxied out. Do you, do you want to get into the sports a little bit, go a little more lighthearted? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, now yeah. I don't know if we're going to have sports or not, but um, so. Guys, <laughs> uh, we're currently having sports. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just talking about if we're going to have what I mean by that's football.
5: I knew yeah,
2: we were meant, all. are all to point out.
5: Look, no pun intended. Look, we're
2: all
1: holding our breath.
2: We okay. got.
5: Hey, this is the things that are going on right now. Mm-hmm. Baseball successfully yeah. doing it. Yeah. Basketball success. We got a major in golf this weekend. The PGA okay. Championship starts today. Okay, good. There's plenty of things. going on. But I mean football. Fishing tournaments are yeah. going on. But I mean football. I know. That's uh, what, UFC. But, UFC. UFC. Yeah. I've
2: seen Fire. several posts though, Rick, with some of these things going on. Going. It is very evident now how important the crowd is. I know because it is odd looking without it. It is, but
1: I'll take it over nothing. I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. But you're right. I've watched some of this. Yeah, it's and like watching team scrimmage. It is, and and sometimes <laughs> some people are saying I haven't watched it, but but the people who watch the NBA tell me it looks like a scrimmage. They're playing like it's a scrimmage. They don't want to play defense. They're afraid to get close to each other. Uh, baseball, looks <laughs> like I guess, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it either. Yeah, I haven't either.
5: This is totally. I secondary. tell you this, it, no one has <clears> home court <throat> advantage. No, no, they don't.
1: So. uh but in baseball finally overcame right the the terrifying oh no somebody's contested bats yeah. they have they worked through that oh, yeah. instead of yeah. the, the end of time yes so um <laughs> all right so looking at football and we'll get to some of this uh, it, it'll take another segment next segment mm-hmm. we'll get into what Gruden did and also some LSU players saying they can't breathe in the new helmets uh and, yeah. um, and <laughs> well they, and, the, the the quotes we can't exactly can't, can't
2: give you question, that but yeah. uh, let's just say they they seem they said it feels like you're in a plastic bag
1: yeah, they they are making it very clear they can't breathe right, in, in right. the in the helmets. Uh, they had enough wind to put some adjectives in it though. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> uh, all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this story out of the University of Alabama just kind of pops onto the scene yesterday. Uh, the the new and, and how do you say Sark's last name? Sarkesian. Now let me be sure I have Steve Sarkeesian right. He was at USC, right? Yep. He had the drinking problem. Yep. He 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 went off at a uh, a boosters. Was also at Washington, but he right. but, but the big thing on we started had, at Washington. But yeah. when he went to USC and had that job, he he yeah. got into sauce and he did and <laughs> he made had, a, had some problems. And made it made a scene at a boosters banquet. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then he went into the uh, Nick Saban rehabilitation program uh, at, at Alabama. Now, if I remember it right, Kiffin was out. Right before the national championship game, yes, yeah, and Sark our, took over our playoff game, whichever it was. Was no, it the national championship? Was the national championship? Or yeah, playoff? I, yeah, I think it was the national championship One game them. against Clemson. Yeah, yeah, so Sark comes in, Alabama loses, and then there's and then there's the then there's the talk of hey, they shouldn't have disrupted that. So going to the national championship game, da, da, da. and then. I guess what I'm saying is I'm not saying that Sarkisian. No, no, wait a minute, he, he ran to the Falcons. He went to the Falcons after that. Went to the Falcons yeah. okay. for a while. That's right. Yeah. Then came back to Alabama. Yes. Right. Last year was his first year back yeah. from the
5: Falcons. Correct.
1: Right. Okay, and then Alabama didn't even make the playoffs last year.
5: No, they lost two ball games to Auburn and LSU. But again, now if you look at the games, he he's a good offensive. I'm not line. saying that. I'm just saying the, the under,
2: offensive numbers were good, yeah. uh, but a lot of that may have been the quarterback play. Um, yeah, it could have been. But I'm I just mean, saying you had, you had a you know a
1: top pick for the NFL. Um, I don't have enough expertise or follow it enough to know if Sarkeesian's a really good offensive coordinator. So now I just become the casual sports fan that normally when you see new contract, lots of money, mm-hmm. it's somebody you go, that son of a gun has been – I mean, he's been knocking it down. I mean, he's been making it happen. And I guess yeah. if you look at numbers versus wins, I guess his job is he's doing it well. Obviously, Alabama just gave a new contract for $2.5 million a year.
5: I think there's two things at play here. I do think okay. he's a good football coach, and I, I think that if you look at the games last year, the two that he lost, he they scored 40 points in both of those losses. But I think bigger than any of that, uh, we'll see whether they can coach or not, is the fact that they've had so much turnover at this OC position over right. the last 10 years that they're wanting to, to get somebody, somebody stable down. and, well, you, and well, keep they, them in a role for a few years.
2: They've locked him down because he, I think, is now tied uh, yes.
1: for the highest paid
5: assistant coach
1: in the country. Yes, you're well, correct. I think you're right. I think I think both both points are right because it says here in the story he was scheduled to make 1.65, but then became the tar- top target of Colorado's coaching ser- search, yeah. and so they, they encouraged him to withdraw his name for $2.5 million. <laughs> I think they're saying, we have too much instability <laughs> at this
5: 850K raise, thank yeah. you very much. I think, yeah, that'll do it. I think he, I think, I think <laughs> he,
1: he benefited from the fact that, obviously, he's done a pretty good job, Yes, but he's yeah. also benefited from the fact they're tired of losing offensive Score. They are.
2: Yeah. They are.
11: Yeah,
1: Look, mean, and how
2: about this? Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. I don't I don't think you ever get more than, than you're worth, that's by, for sure. By, uh
1: by the way, know? I'm saying congratulations on behalf of us and every other offensive coordinator in the country that's any good. <laughs> yeah. Rick, did you know uh he's forty six years old. He had heart surgery in July. Did you know that? I did not I know, that. know that. I didn't know either. Somebody said he's on hydroxychloroquine. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, when we come anyway, back.
2: Congratulations, Coach.
1: We got the players that say they can't breathe. We got John Gruden doing something bizarre uh, involving uh, COVID-19 and, and the upcoming attempts at football. We'll cover those for you when we come back.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and six
1: minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is our number and we'll chat with you again this hour our website rick and bubba spell out the word and.com go there for all the information about the rick and bubba show and then some don't forget rick and bubba university the podcast uh that's our unique podcast every week it'll be available this weekend our guest herschel walker to so we'll catch that one, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Man Adler, and uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, Rick. Glad to be here. Thank all of you for spending a few minutes of your very valuable time with us today. Well, we have players that, that don't want to play. We have people in the NFL saying, you know, it's just it's just too. You don't care about us. <laughs> uh, you're putting us at risk. We've got the Pac-12, uh, the players, uh, too dangerous. Uh, so John Gruden, and we want fifty percent of the earnings, right? Uh, John Gruden has fake coronavirus <laughs> to show the Raiders how serious it is. Uh, Rick, you you know, I on, heard you it. did that on April Fool's Day. Remember? Yeah, I did. I heard about this, but I, I thought surely I'm reading it wrong. He went as far as to not be at a meeting and and had the players told he was in the hospital with coronavirus. Um, he was actually perfectly healthy. Uh, he, he he did this, uh, and he was using the, the, the meeting and the fear that it induced in the players as a reminder for his team that the virus can affect anyone. All the more reason to be extremely careful, both inside team facilities and out in the world. So the point to the players was you got to stay ready. Everybody has got to stay ready because this virus that Gruden himself said, uh, they want to crush could pop up and it doesn't discriminate. So this is something we could face at some point this season, whether it's our head coach or our starting quarterback, whatever. So you got to be ready. So he 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 scared them like he got it. Yeah. So they would look, see. Look how bad this could be. Is one of those. You, yeah.
2: You know, too. I think for him, this is an amazing uh, thing to happen because he's got this huge contract. They, he was not under a lot of pressure in Oakland to win because they said, you know, we're going to, to Las Vegas. We're going to build a new thing. We're going to build for that team. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's there. He's not going to have fans. It's going to be some type of abbreviated season oh, yeah. at
1: best. Right. Yeah, haircut and, uh, announced the other day, no fans. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be no fans. But, Greg, if, if, any, if the players or anybody else wants to go to the casino, they're open. No, absolutely. <laughs> Up to 500 people. <laughs> uh, so is there
2: a video of them coming in and telling him telling the players this uh, i don't know i haven't so, seen yeah
1: anything. but it's is frank Kellyendo doing it i, I, right. I
2: start to say this sounds like frank ought to be in this can, can, can i
1: tell we talked about this and i'm going to talk about it now on the show can i make it very clear about all these football players and these athletes that talk about we don't care about them they're under all this danger and they're being treated like property i, I will announce to the nfl right now <laughs> if y'all want to give me let's say Bose's contract for 130 guaranteed, 130 million. <laughs> Who was
2: it? Who's contract? Boza. Oh
1: yeah. Hey, right now at 55 years old, I will play in the NFL. I will go out and I will try. Now I know I'm going to get hurt.
11: Yeah, but <laughs> it if,
1: if, will be a long but, season. If you won't if you will, if you will, if you will give me Boza money, I will play for the NFL right now. I'll give you all I got. I, hey, I'll come out there at 55 and I'll give you everything that oh, yeah. I can possibly give you uh interesting story for the chargers they've signed 55 year old rick burgess you might know him from the rick and bubba show Uh, we've guaranteed him 130 million dollars he says he will put his life on the line for the for the good of the nfl and here he comes and uh, he played two plays before he was hauled off on a stretcher. Uh, let's see how burgess looks against the greatest offensive lineman in the world oh my gosh he's gonna feel that uh, he's still smiling, though. That's interesting. We can see, we can the see a side. smile from up here. All right, let's go to the sidelines. So, Mr. Burgess, yeah,
11: whoo, man, you
1: see him throw me down? We did. You seem like you're all right. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at, but I'm still – got 130 million reasons to smile. I hope everybody's enjoying the game. Have a great afternoon. <laughs> That's right. COVID-19. Rick, if the entire
6: team you were playing, every player had COVID, would you
1: still yes. Every oh, yeah. you, I, would, I would go into the game against a team that all tested 100% COVID-19. <laughs> I, I would go for $130 million. I would say I will play the COVID Ravens. Right. And, uh, and, and, and right. I will go in and I will get a defensive end. And I'll come as hard as I can against a COVID tackle. Uh, I don't care if he's wearing a mask. I don't care if he's coughing. I, I, for $130 Sneezy. million, dollars, I'm coming. I'm going to get on the edge and see if I can put some pressure. <laughs> see if I can't tackle Tom Brady once. Whatever. It, 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 Tom Brady could say, I'm so sick that I, I I can barely breathe. That's that's fine. I'll work. Will you need me to go run some patterns? You want to throw yeah, me one?
2: Yeah, my fever's
1: 102. That's fine. Is that 102? or two? Tom Brady
6: said, I'm sick, will you wear my mouthpiece?
1: I would pick up Tom Brady's COVID nineteen mouthpiece for, if they're paying me one hundred thirty five, one hundred thirty million guaranteed. I would wear it on the next play. You know why? Because there is a a 0.02 chance that I would die. So there's a ninety nine percent chance I'm gonna live with hundred and thirty million dollars. I will play. I will play this weekend. If y'all want to try some preseason <laughs> stuff, I'll get out there. <laughs> I, don't, I won't even, I, I'll try my best to get in the best shape I can. I'll go out there right now. Uh, so I. I Herschel motivated you, didn't he? Well, I just don't. I, I mean, they're not exactly martyrs. You know, I, I just I, don't I, know where I'm
2: going to find the time to do 2,500 sit ups. Do
1: you believe that? I, number? I think, yeah. Uh, you're low, hey, you're, you're low. You're on a. Rick. I say you've even come up with a number. You can't even say, say the number yeah, yeah, the Rick, that's a big number. It's a huge number. Nah, I just, I don't. Know just, just listen to Herschel Walker. We interview. Well, this he must weekend. do nothing else. Hey, he's in incredible shape. Oh yeah, he could play right now. Listen, I don't know oh, what yeah. he's
2: doing, but whatever he's doing's agreeing <clears> with it. Yeah, it is. He now, said
1: he doubled up. He now let's get any. to the doubled other, up. Let's get over to uh, college football. He <laughs> double that up. That's funny. Uh, let's go over to college football. Uh, we have LSU players. We have an mm. offensive lineman and a linebacker. They're not happy about the new
2: mandatory face mask. No,
1: they're claiming the shield. It's the clear shield that goes All the way on the down. face mask. All the way down. Right. They, it, they have splash shields on their helmets, and as you both said, uh, and they, they are saying that they cannot blank and breathe in this thing.
11: <laughs> they said
1: it's like trying to play football in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> So um, that uh, that that that's that's not a good sign. Uh, Maybe, but I, you know, I guess I could see that you're out there and you're trying to, and and that thing, you you know. I mean, if you're the least, if you're the least bit costophobic,
7: fogging up.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, can't can't we? I think we're just going to have to try to do the best we can. Uh, he's he's optimistic, uh Coach O'buba is optimistic there'll be a season.
11: <laughs>
1: he said uh he said, I I know what is in our control is what and we're gonna prepare. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have the team ready. I think that's what he said. And we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna blink, we're gonna we're, we're gonna change our mindset. <laughs> Go tigers. But are they gonna wear these shields or not? I mean they for, is this these players gonna to have to wear them anyway? What what's the word? Uh, is this a test? Maybe, maybe, maybe prepared, it's a right? test to see, I don't know. I mean it'll be Go tiger. Go tiger. Bubba, this is classic Coach O, as you're as you're hearing clearly. He said if they move the start of the season back, if they change it, who cares? It doesn't matter. Call us at midnight, we'll go play in a pasture.
2: Oh pastor go tiger.
1: So, uh, so anyway, I want you to know for the kind of money that the NFL is tossing Rick around, and Bubba, I'll play. Rick and Bubba. I'll play COVID, I'll, whatever. I'll go to Herschel Walker's house, <laughs> let
2: him get me in shape.
9: <laughs> do a little workout.
2: I, I would fear saying
1: Herschel, get me in shape. Oh,
9: you know what, I would you fear imagine? that. Can you imagine?
1: Uh, we'll be back 15 minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: It's 20 minutes now past the hour Rick and Bubba's show. Here come the people on any topic they want.
7: A long distance, directly assistance.
1: And, uh, Calvin Speedy Wilburn uh, will take the phone calls. He'll line them up. I want you to know, since we talked about Herschel Walker, I, I, I had to make myself get out of Larry Munson's voice coming out of the break just then. I got Calvin Speedy Wilburn in there taking phone calls. You see what he did? Oh, my gosh. My so, anyway, we'll take the phone calls on any topic. At the end of 30, your time on the program will come to a close. We'll then move to the other caller. We'll start uh, with Brandon out of the great state of Indiana. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone trolling. Brandon, 30 seconds, go.
0: Hey, I work at Event Security. I call about a
12: couple of weeks about ICC. A um, couple of weeks ago, uh, um, Indianapolis 500 was going to have fans. Now they are saying not uh, because of IU Health Director saying it's going to cause an outbreak. But
9: when Big Ten said about IU football, IU decided to not have tailgate or any fans around the stadium at all.
1: So they are making some adjustments. I, don't, I just don't buy that the Indianapolis 500 – it's going to be some c- going to be some COVID nightmare. I mean, it's got a lot of square footage. Why don't you just cut the crowd down, spread yeah, them out? <laughs> they're outside, and uh, and then he, he said IU has cut down on the tailgating. I, I'm still waiting because we're part of a tailgate at Mississippi State, and they they still have not made a decision on. They did the alumni tailgating as I mistakenly announced as the. <laughs> football, <you> know, <laughs> I think uh, uh, they're also not, they're not going <laughs> to sing but, my homes in Indiana at the either that's funny oh just go to chris uh, at lake martin chris 30 seconds and go morning guys
0: how are y'all doing good well rick i know you're a fan of a good beard yes so me and my wife went down to panama city for a vacation this past weekend went and played putt putt uh i didn't get the random hole that had the hole in one for a free game but the guy behind the counter said, I'm going to give you a token for a free game just because you got an awesome looking beard. <laughs> oh, man. What a beard. Send a picture. <clears throat> I mean, if it's, Oh, I definitely
8: will. If I'll
1: email t- it to you. Yeah. When he started that story, he said, My wife, I thought he was going to say she had a nice beard. Right. Yeah. He said, I got a you know, I know. Like, I gotta, y'all know you, you appreciate a good beard. Me and my wife. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, boy. Well, I thought we you go. were going to chime in. I started saying so He said, beard. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh your beard. Pre- okay. <laughs> yeah. We go to uh, Huntsville. <clears throat> Tyler standing by 30. <clears throat> go ahead, Tyler.
0: Uh, Good morning, fellas. Uh, I was just wanting to comment on the Beirut situation from the other day. Uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, been on Twitter. I know Greg's really the only one that hangs out on
11: there. But there's
0: a lot of of video. I don't think we've seen, like, much video of, uh, like, different angles of such an explosion since probably, like, 9-11. And it's just various videos of people that just thought it was a a big fire and people on jet skis. You got... Uh, home cameras, people in the street, um, and I have just never I've, you know, people driving on the freeway.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They're, 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 nowadays when something yeah. happened, the one we saw the wedding pictures, yeah, uh, just came out. Well, that that was that was extremely interesting. Well, and
2: because there was a big fire, a lot of people had their cameras
1: on it. And mm-hmm. it, it was kind of yeah. watching what was going on and
2: captured Ka-boom. that. Uh, speaking of that, uh, you know, we ha- today is seventy five years since uh, Hiroshima. Is it really? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, eight fifteen local time. Do
1: you know anything about Beirut, Helmsley? What do you mean? He's the best dang baseball player to ever play. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's real good. I've never heard that before.
11: What was that funny? What was movie? That, that was, uh, everybody, know. Uh, best of times.
1: Best of times. Yeah. <laughs> when Robin Williams dropped the pass in his high school football game, and he Gosh, replays what, the game. What a great <laughs> movie. That's a great movie. Kevin in Mizzou. Reno Hightower. Kevin. Oh, wow, you
0: remembered it. Yeah. Kevin, go ahead, 30 <clears> seconds. <throat> As a Christian, how do we support our organizations? I have a Cardinals fan that supports Black Lives Matter, gives them millions, which in return gives it to the Democratic Party that kills babies. I love my Cardinals go to spring training from Missouri, looking for your respectable net. Met you at Lambert's a few weeks ago going Mac Mac Mac.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, roll. Uh, I don't – you know, it's one of those things <laughs> where I think some of this is, is patronizing. They're just like, can I please – if I give money to this organization, will everybody think that we care? Um, but you're right. You, you can be for what we should be for, that black lives matter, and we've talked about that. But the organization is clearly problematic on so many levels. It, it's, it's beyond they support the Democratic Party. Uh, they support uh, the reconstruction of God's standard for marriage, uh, for family. Uh, they're Marxist. Uh, the, you can read it for yourself on their website. And listen, trust me, it's been cleaned up a lot since all this started. Yeah, so you have to you have to go and look at the at the things that that organization stands for, uh, and but but I'll, but let's th- think about it. When you talk about professional sports, kind of like you know Apple computers, uh, Tim Cook, and how he feels about God's standard for for marriage and intimacy, it's wrong and it's blasphemy. It is. Uh, but, I mean, if I run over to Bill Gates, what have I got now? I've got him trying to take over the world uh, and all the things he thinks that I also uh, uh, am appalled by. Do you really think this is the first time that the Cardinals have ever stood for something that you morally disagree with? Uh, it, it, I'm sure they have if you really look at the history. But it's really up – you you have to decide if, you know, it, it's like it's – See, like, this is
5: personal with him. We carry yeah. our phones around we never think about Tim Cook. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so now he's talking about he goes to spring training. He's right. investing this money into them, and that that's when it that's a good question because yeah, it's don't, a great question. I don't, I don't listen. Know the a lot of Americans are asking themselves
1: yeah. that. Well, I, t- I take Helmsy for an example because I heard you talking about it, so I'm not trying to put you in the spot. No, fine. Is we have lines that we finally go. That's crossed the line for me. Yeah. Uh, I've had them with you know dealing with with different entertainers and things that we like and um and we give some people a pass. And you give some people a pass. Yep. Yeah. But but it, I think you can see people you go to a point going I'm I'm done. Like yeah. you you were all prepared for the new yeah.
5: NBA season, you were going to watch it. And look, I'm I'm a I'm a person that I really do and and goodness, I don't even, I can't even believe I'm going here. I think <laughs> I do I do think there is some realization to systemic racism. I think a lot of that still exists. Mm. I think a lot of that needs to be discussed. But I, I don't want to see it on my basketball court. Right. I, I want to just watch a game. Well, he
1: asked even a real specific question. The organization, Black Lives Matter, yeah. if they're receiving money from your uh, professional ball club and you buying their products is contributing to something that you find morally objectionable. The organization. Right. Uh, and there's more, than, there's more than it comes back around to the Democratic Party. Absolutely. And I, and I mentioned some of those. Yeah. Uh, then you know, you've got to decide whether this is a line for you. Um and um you know, it's just like somebody called on the systemic race. I started getting all the emails yesterday. And guys, let's don't be like this. I know that hey man, I can't believe you told him to go look at the guy from Veggie Tales, uh because he- I want the guy said, I don't understand I systemic racism. What is the opposition? Why are they saying that? I don't even know what that means. Well, Phil Vischer, you may disagree right. with how he sees it. Yeah. But he lays out what the argument is. Right now, you may say I don't agree with that argument. Right, and this man asked me where exactly. can, where can I hear their argument about this? And I said, Well, you here's gave a him two good
5: sources, and then
1: we gave him other sources yeah. where people say I don't think systemic racism yeah. is still happening. And then you can sit down as a human being. I know it's a bizarre concept in this country now, <laughs> and actually decide for yourself. But you need to research. We can't live in a world whether it's conservative or liberal and only hear our point of view, right? You you got to go out there and hear multiple points of view. Critically think even about your own views. That's it. And the critical think about views of other people, and then make a principled decision. But you don't make decisions if we withhold information from you. Yeah. So we need to know. Like, how can I ever have a conversation about systemic racism if I've never heard the other point of view? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Right. And that's the thing too. Is and and we need to stop doing this too. Quit bringing George Floyd into the systemic racism conversation. He might have got us there, okay, but that really doesn't belong in what's been going on for fifty years, right?
2: And you see what I'm saying. And yeah. while we certainly still have work to do, yeah, I think we should celebrate the distance we've come from.
5: One hundred percent. We don't.
2: We don't really hear a lot about that. Well, and I think that's something that will help to to
1: raise people's mental state as opposed to it always being brought down yeah and you can watch the presentation of systemic racism and you can even say which is true when wait a minute we passed laws to stop that which
5: i've done see yeah. i go
1: that way yeah. i go
5: i believe so phil bubba. here
1: i, I mm-hmm. don't so much agree with you there but but you don't just need to go over in a world where everybody agrees with what you say i know then you don't understand the debate at all you need to hear both sides of it yeah we'll be
7: back rick and bubba rick and bubba
1: Five minutes past the hour, you got the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Hey, I do want to talk to you about uh, relief factor? Man, I love it, uh, and you need to stay on top of it because that uh, you don't want to, to stop. You know, and then have weeks go by when you're waiting on it to get to you, and you're like, oh my gosh, why why, why didn't I stay on top of reordering? Uh, if you want to get a trial pack uh, for three weeks, we can get you that for nineteen ninety five. This is an all-natural product for botanicals, and they all have been proven on their own to help with the body's inflammatory response, uh, which leads to the pain and aches and problems that, that, that a lot of us have. It's tied to to inflammation. And if that's the case, Relief Factor may be able to help you without the side effects of the over-the-counter stuff, and we talked about opioids even today, how problematic they can be. So if you have not tried... Relief Factor, give it a try. It may be the answer. Over seventy people, uh, over seventy percent of the people that get the three week trial pack, they go back and order more because they see great results. We get incredible emails about this. Eileen out of Kentucky said, "Look, uh, I, I got Relief Factor two weeks ago and I love it. I'm only fifty seven years old, but as you guys know, things don't work like they used to. I want you to know that I'm walking pretty normal again. I'm dancing to music uh, on the television and radio." I started the first few days with three packets. I'm down to two a day now. I just want to let you know that you've totally changed my life, and I really love this product, and I love your show. Thank you so much. You you can't know what this Relief Factor has done for me. Well, Eileen, thank you for taking time to send that to us, and maybe that'll be your email to us. Go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find the relieffactor.com link. there under sponsors as well.
2: Rick, this is uh, really an interesting story. I had no idea about this. Scientists behind a trial of COVID-sniffing dogs are now issuing a plea for worn T-shirts and socks from patients with COVID-19 symptoms. So in the UK, researchers are training dogs to sniff out coronavirus in a matter of seconds. You know, we were just talking about the test and is the test accurate and the false positives and all that. Are you saying COVID-19
1: sniffing dogs? We're just going to bring some dogs Rick,
2: in. Rick, they're, the they're saying in Dubai and Germany they already have dogs that are able to detect the illness in seconds. And the good news is they can train most dogs within six to eight weeks to be able to do this.
1: Do they sit beside you like they do when they find drugs? They sit I, I don't know
2: exactly how they're doing it. Um, Researchers uh, in the U.K. are attempting to train a team of six dogs to try to smell the deadly disease in a matter of seconds, even in people without uh, symptoms. Now, which, which breeds do you think are best at this? Uh, Labradors, Labrador Labradoodles, uh, Labrador Golden Retriever uh, is the dogs that are currently they're having the best success with. How about that, and we're greyhounds <laughs> <laughs> and teacup poodles. <laughs> For some reason, and, and pocket beagles. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes, how about that pocket beagles. <laughs> Who came up with that? The, 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 are, are we
1: just trying to anger God's wrath? we now we're miniaturizing. Dog- we, well, very... we
2: all we all admitted we love beagles, a little puppy, oh, I love a, a little good beagle, beagle puppy. Nothing cuter in the world, but. Uh, there there are some pocket beagles now that don't get bigger than about ten to fifteen pounds. Well, see, that's
1: just some abuse they're doing to them. You can't breed them down. <laughs> hey, I love like animals. animals. <laughs> what you got? Pocket. I, I got a normal size beagle. <clears throat> a pocket beagle. I thought I'd shrink him down to pocket size. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm more convenient for growth. That's somehow. more convenient for me. Now, Rick, how I do, love animals.
2: How do they do this? They say that people breathe into a mask. And for a period of time, and then the dogs smell the mask, and they can detect which ones have COVID nineteen. How about that? I'd get the dog.
1: I'd get the dog to smell the other dog's butt before he came to me, and get him all (laughs) through. You know, I saw him earlier smelling that one's butt.
2: But you got to admit, we have a lot of luck with dogs training them to, hey. you know, find explosives and find cancer. In People some cases. falling down. People You're falling right. down. Use them as a cushion. Yeah. They, know, detect- they know before the, the person's about to pass out and they get up under them. That is amazing. So the dogs. Of course, I'd have to have a Great Dane, a pair of them <laughs> yeah. to break my Bull ball. Mastiff. <laughs> yeah, Bull Mastiff. Yeah, like a great Dane can do it. <laughs> <laughs> what's that big one that always has the barrel under his nose? Save an Always has
11: the a barrel under <laughs> his <does the> <laughs> <He, laughs> <He, laughs> You know they're
1: him up in the snow to he get He goes to rescue me. So so what's in the barrel? What's in the barrel?
4: What's why
11: why that, What's a barrel <laughs> doing under its <laughs> neck? Uh, what, what
1: is he, ready, taking him pickles? <laughs>
11: That's true. I never uh, thought of it. What's
4: I had in a the question. barrel?
2: So oh, it I
5: says hundred percent success rate. <laughs> yes, yes. And it also says that sweat is used for test as it's not considered infectious. So I, I, I just assumed if I get if I got COVID and I get sweating on Greg over here, we're playing some hoops. Well, that's a game-changer on sports, then. Well, I, that's what I was thinking. That's why I brought that up. All that spit, what if you have so – it doesn't listen, pass through sweat? It says sweat? it doesn't. It said, as it's not considered infectious for COVID-19. <laughs> <some of them. laughs> Look, he's got his <laughs> barrel
1: on what it. What's barrel? in the barrel? I'm looking it up. What's now I'll say, an say an
5: orange when, barrel? I'm going to say slicker. says it means it presents less risk when handling samples. On hmm.
2: Bugs Bunny, they always break the barrel open. It's got a martini in it. <laughs> but uh, but is
1: that something? I guess I do I that. need that? Is that is that water? Is it? <laughs> it's a big old dog. I know <laughs> that. Is it something to warn me? What, what, what's he need to I'm be a big? If, he, if he's going to break my fall. Oh, let me tell is you, that be right? a it, I broke your fall one time. Barrels, barrels of brandy. I knew it. It was alcohol. Avalanche supposed to keep me warm? victim supposedly drank the brandy to stay warm while the awaiting rescue. I knew it. Although, this is medically unsound,
13: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, sound like I just want to tie yeah, one on yeah. something Fauci probably came up with. Look, I know your code, you get drunk, it'll help a little bit. It's not, physically, Rick, it's not of, you got to gotta help. Die, but you're
2: just not gonna care about Think it. about yeah. all the things we use the dogs for. What if, yeah, there's the one of them. <laughs> <That's funny.
11: laughs> he,
2: yeah, he was like, he'd pop it open, he was a bartender, he'd make the drink, handy, too. to Um, so i mean think about this we're talking about uh events you know how we usually have bomb sniffing dogs around mm-hmm. the gate what if they have a covid sniffing dog and then yeah. we just pile people in there, there you go get if a- they get past the nose we do that already
1: we do that already
2: oh uh, they say dog you know they talk about how well they can smell a I- that's funny. The
1: the more receptors they have in yeah. their nose. Oh, have you ever you know? watched their nose, if you ever go get close to your dog, their nose is constantly it's almost oh, in a it's right oh, there. They're, they're working, they're, uh, they're working yeah. it, buddy. They can't but, get it. But you know, enough. then
6: then how about, how about when you have a guest and they go straight to the guest butt? I know <laughs> uh, <laughs> very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Greg's got
5: a story about that. Yeah. Greg.
1: He's working one <laughs> time. I think it's worth telling. Yeah. Uh, and there's a guy out there, and he had his big giant dog, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, you were like working for the power company? Yeah, we were just on his property. Anyway, he, <laughs> he fired one off that dog,
11: run his nose right up his <laughs> <laughs> We got to laugh so, <laughs> so he, he went, Gah! <laughs> so he Slapped it away. So he
1: barked, and the dog and the dog and went right in, right in front of you. You're right in front of you oh, yeah. oh, it's very uncomfortable when you go to somebody's <laughs> house. You know these these dog people that for some reason don't just like to have dogs in the house, but they'll have large dogs in the house. Oh, <laughs> giant, which is bizarre to me, laying all over everything and and uh, and almost enough. and they they can almost lift you up on your toes. They, 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 they get them yeah. and start picking you up oh, easy now.
11: <laughs> it's like
1: wow, I'm at the doctor. You <laughs> look your your owners invited me over. I'm cool. I think the biggest dog I've ever seen was when we were in Dothan. Y'all remember at that book sign? I, yeah. It was unbelievable. That was one of them mastiffs, I think. Yeah. I've never seen a dog that big. It looked like a cartoon. Yeah. But, I, like, I thought I thought
2: they were leading a pony in.
1: Yeah. That was the biggest dog I've ever he seen. He could come to sniff your area and carry you around the parking lot on his nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just see you on
2: your
7: tip. Whoa, whoa,
11: whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: whoa, whoa, whoa i mean he didn't look real i, hate I went outside i that. thought it was like somebody mm-hmm. in a costume yeah mm-hmm. and then the, the the people at the house always say oh he's just checking you out yeah i see yeah if is. you check me out this way i'd have you arrested yeah it, it'd be a felony <laughs> good gracious <Stop. laughs> i'm good please i noticed the other day on my mailbox inside <laughs> they put a dog warning sticker you know, I guess when the, the fill-in mail person comes, they're warning them about Buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> you got a warning?
11: <laughs> let the
1: carrier know that there's a dog down there. <laughs> he, he, just, he don't bother. Baw-
6: he's loud. <laughs> <laughs> he acts like he's going to tear them up. Yeah. And he, Greg, then I he bites their tires. I can't believe your there. dog,
1: got a, a dog yeah. Yeah, got a dog warning. Yeah, got a dog warning. He bites their tires. They put a as, sticker in your mailbox? Yeah, I guess when you have yeah. like a fill-in. Because yeah. the one that comes, she loves him. He He's nice to her. But yeah, he can be – he ain't going to do nothing. But he acts like he is. But he did not yeah. like new people, really, does he? No. We'll see if it's he's any... scared of most people. Yeah. He'll run hide. But he makes a lot of noise. Oh, it. he'll act like he's gonna eat you up. And he
13: bites the tires. And
1: he bites the tires. We'll be back. Phone calls are next. So so COVID sniffing dogs. How about that? Looks like they're having good success with them. You remember they were using
2: them uh, to sniff out pythons in the Everglades too. Remember that? They were. Don't you remember that? You know, <laughs> there was a big. We did a story on, didn't <laughs> we? Yeah. yeah. I trying to sniff out anything.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
14: Ooh, it brings me to my knees.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick
14: and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba,
1: Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big is the number. Let's go to Scott in the great state of Alabama. Scott, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. How are you today, buddy?
9: Hey, guys, doing good. A couple of things. First of all, I've got a St. Bernard, and they are the best dogs. It's the third one I've had. like to slobber a lot and shed, but other than that, they're a great friendly dog. How, uh, do how much do
1: they? How much do they eat a day? That's a big other than that. Um, I mean, I got a big dog that slobbers and sheds. It's hard for me to get to other
11: than
9: that. <laughs> yeah. How much well, does I, he eat? Yeah, uh, she eats uh, no more than what we can feed her. Um, but yeah. uh, what uh, is she eats that? about fifty, 50 pounds of about fifty pounds a month, and uh, of course, scraps and stuff like that. But uh, now, what is yeah, that? I, what, but, how many cups a day? What do you feed her? We feed her uh, three cups in the morning and three cups in the afternoon. Wow! He is. Uh, she'll be two in November and she weighs 125 pounds.
2: <laughs> She's a growing girl, girl too.
9: She is. Uh, the other thing I would like for y'all to do is, any way you could do a bit uh, with Bubba falling on the chihuahua. Let the chihuahua be the,
11: <laughs> the dog that
9: breaks the fall, and <laughs> and have the uh, the lady doing the, that fell doing the uh, grape shuffling, uh, grape. When she crushed the grapes, the sound that she made when she fell, having the dog oh, make that
2: sound. That's, that's oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Nopi that broke the fall? <laughs> <laughs> we what got if photos in what there?
6: What if it was Nopi that was under you <laughs> when wow. you fell? That's, that's what I'm saying. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's go to Nougat. What about that, though, Buddy? What about, hey, I got one.
6: Chattanooga.
1: David, go ahead.
5: Yeah, Green Acres, guys.
1: Thanks for the call, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh, <boy>. oh.
0: oh. <laughs> In uh,
9: Biden's response
0: to the cognitive test question, it sounded like to me that he started answering the question before it was finished, either in the very end of the word cognitive or the end of it before he said test. But, of course, it wouldn't be anything new if he knew the question beforehand, as he has in so many cases, plus the answers what <laughs> yeah. who to ask and all of that.
11: Yeah. I but,
1: think it would uh, I think even it, in your scenario this is more troubling. He even knew what was going to be asked and he still couldn't pull still it up. Yeah. yeah, it's yep. uh but yeah, it may so, be So he tried to make the comparison
2: to the reporter, have you had a cocaine test before this? Were you a junkie? Are you a junkie? Or was he saying Are you a junkie? That he, would he be like saying, you
1: asking me if I'd had cocaine. No. No, he's no. saying
2: no. The, the fact you're asking me to take a test to prove that I'm okay would be like me asking you to take a test to prove you hadn't taken cocaine before this. There's really no need for that. It was a bizarre. It's what he was trying to say.
1: What are you, a junkie? Mm,
2: okay. <clears throat> it's almost like he knew the question and messed it
1: up. No, I know you're right. Uh, let's go to uh, Anonymous out of Homewood. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey.
0: Uh, I'm a local doctor, and we use a dog for uh, sniffing for coronavirus. Straight up. Yeah, Yeah, uh, really. um, The problem is, we had a guy that waited two hours the other day to get sniffed, and he (laughs) never even saw the dog. But three days later, our office called him with a positive. Have y'all even heard of that? (laughs) (laughs) That's
7: a good one.
0: Good phone, good delivery.
7: Way to stay calm. Tied
1: tied, tied it in to something curved. Way to stay calm. Mm -hmm. Gosh, that's That's good. That is is a good one. Which one? Okay. All right, let's go to Jenny in Alabama. Jenny, go ahead.
8: Hi, good morning, Rick and Baba. Hey, Jenny. Um, I, I'm on my way to work right now at Hadley Termite and Pest Control in Somerdale, Alabama. My brother and his uh, wife own this, this uh, company, and they have used termite-sniffing dogs for years. They've been in business 20 years. Hmm. And these dogs can find termites when you otherwise would would never be able to find them.
11: Mm.
6: Imagine training
11: that.
1: We'll just just use. I mean, we'll let dogs just sniff, (laughs) sniffs all kinds of of stuff. That's um, interesting. So,
2: (laughs) how how long has this been going on? Well, It's been going on for about three years.
8: (laughs) <laughs> that's not
1: her. Oh. I don't know, but did, so we get that
6: dogs can smell. You can treat the train thing them to is is them. you can train them to do about anything. They're man's best friend. That's they never a If you out. if you had a dog that you could train to sniff something, what would it be? Mm. BS. Oh really? Oh, that's a <laughs> like good like a BS meter. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's what I would do. Now what would, 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 would I train mine to find lunch? I would love for somebody <laughs> to give me some outla- <laughs> point, I would love for somebody to give me some outlandish, exaggerated story. The dog just look at me and go. Okay. No,
6: <laughs> Had <Have> that ability? <laughs> <laughs> Waving his nose. <laughs> Can I tell you something was funny?
11: Our little dog
2: Our little dog that's all of what, ten, fifteen pounds, that is nothing but a toy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh and it gets a treat after it goes outside, you know. That's, that's right. it, you know the sure. routine. <laughs> But I like to come in and act like I forgot to give it Mm -hmm. the treat and then see what she does to try to get my attention to go, oh, yeah, you forgot my treat. Right. So the other day, and never had done this ever, she starts pointing. She picks a paw up and locks in with that tail. And I thought, that is the funniest thing I have ever seen. This dog is trying to point at its treat. That is funny. That is funny. What you, about, to, you had to be there, but it was really mm-hmm. fun. What about a dog can sniff out heart attacks? Well, <laughs> that'd be good. Mm-hmm. That'd be real good. They they may have have arteries. Arteries. I think they
1: have one of them. <laughs> Do they really? No, know. that's cats. It's cat scan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: No, if, you, if you've if you got a Labrador retriever, Rick, you can get a lab report.
6: Oh, we're really rolling now. <laughs> I
2: pulled all those on Betty before. That's great. <laughs> I had Reagan in there. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm getting a lab report. On you. <laughs> let's go to. What are you doing now? Cat scan.
11: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it owns
1: me. By the way, uh, let's get every yeah. time 100. Well, you know what you can do. To, you can get you can get a blue tick too. Just do, do, do some blood work. <laughs> let's go to uh, Craig in Virginia. Craig, go ahead.
12: Hey, boy. When I was a, when I was a kid, we had a, a Saint Bernard, and this thing was massive. It was six foot two when it stood on its hind legs. It, was, it could put its paws on my stepfather's shoulders.
4: Good grief. And it
12: weighed 251 pounds. No. um It ate, it and it did, it ate five pounds of food a day. Two, two cans of Alpo and about four scoops of Purina. Um, when, when we finally got rid of it, we gave it away because we just outgrew our yard. My stepfather had made – he worked in a machine shop. And he made the, the food bowl for it. He used to use it to change the oil in the car. <laughs> 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 That's like was a play, wash pan. I was playing – oh, it was giant. I was playing with him in the yard one day, and, we, I, you know, we run down. We had a little hill in our backyard, and we run down, and I cut left, and the dog, his reflexes just weren't quite big enough, and he didn't cut left, and he plowed into the outside unit of our air conditioner. Knocked it completely off the pad. Good Probably grief. knocked it about five
1: feet. He was a monster. Yeah, that's a lot of dog. And <laughs> I'm afraid that violates the rule about having a pet that can take you. Mm-hmm. All that food, don't you know he can leave a pile? Oh, God. God. Yeah. You can imagine. Good gosh. You have to get a backhoe to get it in. Oh, my No <laughs> <laughs> shovel for that.
2: You hit that and knock your car out of the line. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> in Piedmont. It's like having a baby elephant. <laughs> it is. Jerry, go ahead. <laughs> hey, guys. How you
12: doing this morning? Good. Hey, listen, uh... Greg, I don't know what the dog's reaction is to sniffing the COVID, but I did hear that if you pass out, it'll run up under you and break you fall. <laughs> yeah, <you're
1: right. laughs> that's good. John in North Carolina. John, John. Johnny. Johnny. Mm-hmm. John.
12: Morning, fellas. Hey, John. Oh, I got a couple of questions. Number one. Uh, Do y'all check your temperature before you come in the morning? walk in the Uh, studio with the rest of the guys.
1: Sometimes we do. We do it most every day. Greg refuses to do it. Yeah, we don't. We don't do it every day. We do it most days.
12: And the second question is that infrared thermometer gun that you use. Did a doctor suggest that brand or uh, a nurse?
2: Uh, I think I I think I found it on Amazon because they were saying it would work for this. After buying one that would not,
1: <laughs> and we got tired of that rectal thermometer. Didn't <laughs> yeah, that one got
2: uh, we, we weren't we weren't that committed to it. I don't it okay, look at. I don't even know what company makes this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there it is. Yeah, there's
12: so many of them; it's hard to decide well, which one is good.
2: I've seen one this one. I've seen this one on a lot of TV uh, commercials and shows and things. So it's the one kind of with a light blue trim on it. Don't get the, the one, that's, one. Don't
1: get the one that's made
2: in Wuhan. <laughs> Speedy, you know how to this tell is. The I tell you what model this is. This is YHKY
6: two thousand. Whatever that is. What was that? I <laughs> oh, never mind. I, I wonder if you know how to tell the difference between the rector and the regular thermometer. <laughs> okay, the <what>? taste. <laughs>
11: <laughs>
6: Ooh, I would say that can go to break. Look at this I right know. here. I know. We'll, we'll
4: get. We'll handle.
6: Yeah, it. yeah,
7: you know. it's, it's like a you don't say it. Ever. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba.
13: and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie-cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again to give the people what they really want to hear and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show.
1: Seven minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is a brand new hour, Rick and Bubba. and We look forward to chatting with you this hour. Hey, things you need to know, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, coming up again this weekend. Herschel Walker will be our guest. Get Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Bible study, uh, latest edition of The Unsaved Christian, was uh, live and recorded yesterday. If you haven't seen it or heard it yet, it is available in our archives so on the Rick and Bubba Podcast channel, our YouTube channel, or you can go to burgessministries.com, click on listen. You can find it there too. Uh, so there's your updates. Uh, also, don't forget the Rick and Bubba store. Some new items are there. Uh, you can find those by looking under specialty items, or you can look under apparel. we got uh, got a new hat. We got some new stuff for the grill, some new games to play at home that are all Rick and Bubba themed, and you can get them at rickandbubba.com by clicking on the store. Welcome back. Look right here. Here's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hello, Rick. Glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the
2: Rick and Bubba experience.
1: <laughs> Help us on. A look around the wacky world, it's the hour
11: started. Help us on. Help us on.
10: Look around our wacky
11: boo, baby.
10: Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. It's making me crazy.
1: Every time, every time, every time it's
8: every
10: time I look around.
2: Hey, follow
1: wacky the world. sign. Every, every time I look around. I feel good. Did you just scream follow the signs? Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought I heard you say that in the middle of Rick.
2: Right. We have a couple <laughs> who got engaged in England. It was a romantic uh, England, a romantic evening. Uh, the gentleman had arranged a living room with one hundred candles in it, mm. sixty balloons, and he got down uh, to ask his wow. the love of his life if she would marry him. Um, he had wine on hand. He had a romantic <clears throat> playlist. Uh, he even had the candles, they were making out the words, marry me, question mark. I mean, it was just marry very romantic. me. The problem is, he set the apartment
1: on fire and burned it down. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well. <laughs> well, she will remember. So, all of this, sharp. and he burnt the apartment down? Well,
2: he left the home to go pick up his fiancée who was oh. getting off work and was going to bring her back to show her, walk her into this room <laughs> with the candles that said, marry me, the balloons, the wine, the music. And when they got back, the apartment was on fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, he did take a picture of the apartment, what it was supposed to look like, <laughs> and it was, it was very romantic. I bet it was. There was quite a glow in there from the candles. <laughs> The problem is you shouldn't light a hundred candles, and then leave. No, you really, really shouldn't. Uh, and then, Rick, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of them standing in the charred apartment uh, oh, my goodness. with their hands up. Good gracious. Oh. That is before and after. Oh, my
1: goodness.
11: Well.
2: That is sad, but it,
1: it, there is some humor in that. <clears throat> what if she turned him down? I was about to say, did she say yes in the you know, burned out room? Yeah, uh, apparently she said she I was going to marry you. Yes. I realized you were this stupid. I, I, I <laughs> no, no. Think about that for a minute. I'll aside. I mean, if you're a woman, don't you have to think? I thought I was in love with you, but mm-hmm. you're you burn. If you're dumb enough to <laughs> <you> know, to <laughs> burn our apartment and leave you at home, you know, I don't. I don't, I don't know if I should marry you or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, trying to be so sharp. Yes, that is the ultimate. I'm trying to be sharp. That is candles out. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? That's just crazy, isn't it? It is. Wow. Bizarro. 866, we be big. We go to Tyler in Prattville. Tyler, thanks for your patience, buddy. Go ahead.
0: Hey, yes, sir. Thank you very much. Um, So, uh, no, I just had a question for you guys. Um, I have three kids, um, and at daycare, they seem to have some sort of separation anxiety. They throw a fit and cry and kick and scream as, as I'm leaving. Um, to get ready for work. Um, and I know, you know, everybody has kids there. So what kind of advice can you give to me?
1: So you, you take them to daycare and they and they have, have a picture fit? Th- they have a meltdown as you're leaving?
0: Absolute meltdown. Kicking, screaming, uh, crying, wanting more, buy love, and all that kind of stuff. And I just can't seem to – I'll even talk to them. Hey, you know, Daddy has to go to work. Daddy's got to pay for cartoons. And, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and it's just not working yeah well, you, you the obvious one is you you just have to leave I mean you, you can't yeah. gi- you can't give in to that uh, you, you right. have you, you have to go ahead and leave because if Try not- to ex-
2: I think you're doing good trying to explain it to them yeah, but, uh, that is good and, and it would be natural for them to have some separation anxiety on that yeah. that's that's normal. But uh, they'll get over it. You you just got to point out they got friends there and the fun things they're going to do and all that.
1: Yeah, because if you give into it, one day they'll burn Portland down. <laughs> right. Uh. So yeah. so what, what you're going <laughs> what, exactly? What, what you need to do is you do as Bubba hit it. You're doing a great job explaining it to them. But what they can never see is that it that it works. They have to finally come to the conclusion that pitching these fits changes nothing.
2: Yeah i got to try something else, like maybe finding friends.
1: Yeah, and then if, and if you need to, you know, at this age, there's not a lot you can take away from them. But, you know, you can always say, look, tomorrow, if y'all do this move again, first of all, it's not going to change anything. I'm going to be leaving for the reasons I've explained to you, because I have to go to work, and this, this is the people that, you know, take care of you and do a good job to daddy or mommy comes back. Uh, but tomorrow, if I see this again, then we will not have Frosted Flakes before mm-hmm. we go to – to, to daycare or something, something. Or like. when you pick them up, maybe they get a little reward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can do it on both ends of the spectrum. Yep. You know, you can reward good behavior, uh, or you can, you can take away things that in, until the behavior changes.
0: Oh yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's, and it's to,
1: heartbreaking with. to you. I understand
2: that, but you, you've got to do yeah. it for their, their better good.
1: Oh no. I was just talking to Adler about this a minute ago, cause I saw Bubba go through it and we've all been through it. You know, if you're in a position where you have to use daycare, and it's especially when it's the first kid you ever have, boy, you're not prepared for mm. what that's like. It's, it's a difficult thing. Yep. Uh, sometimes it's necessary, and there's people that do great jobs with daycare and will help your kids, uh, you know, get a, uh, get good social skills. There's a lot of you know, learn get ahead in school through daycare and, and play skills. There's certainly good that goes with it too. Uh, but I think the advice that we just gave on top of what you're already doing should solve the
0: problem. I sure hope so. I appreciate it, fella. All right, man. It's not easy, but
1: you you know, good parenting isn't easy. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yeah, it's, it's right. work. Yeah. It's work. <laughs> it it, it yeah. is. It really is. And and sometimes just giving into them's easy. Uh, again, until it comes back to haunt you on a much
14: bigger level. Yep. Look, how you doing over a new dad? Guys, here's Adler. Yesterday hmm. was Ruby's first day at daycare ever. Oh, nice. how was that? Oh my goodness, she's. She's so new to the world like you can kind of just mm-hmm. and she kind of just takes it in. You can kind of just put her somewhere and she just like looks around a little bit. Yeah. And um got a report card back. Oh no. Uh, oh from, really? Uh, a Ruby report card uh, already from uh, from her first day. Ruby did very well today. Oh, she did so that was well. It? Did <laughs> very well? <laughs> oh my. No tears or fuss except for when it was almost bottle time. <laughs> that is so Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so that's my little girl. That's so hard. That's my little
1: girl. <laughs> there it is.
14: Um, she was very interested in the other babies. She has friends.
3: <laughs> well, they've accepted her. She has, she, she she has made friends. Me, she's made a new friend.
14: <laughs> <laughs> and she did a lot of quiet observing. <laughs> She'll do that. That's, that's,
1: <laughs> she does that. <laughs> she loves to look around.
14: She did give us a few smiles. And really enjoyed the noisy toys. <laughs> how about that? That's her. That is so her, you guys. Oh, gosh. Man, I guess playing the drums for her is paying that's off. That's it. Know, really know. He he played played See how that's working. She's gonna be a drummer, I think, he, you guys. Yeah,
1: her hearing's First a little behind, day. but other than that, yes, yeah, yeah, right.
14: She will have hearing aids, that, but uh, yeah, she will fine. be very good at drums. That's so. good. That has to be to instead
2: of it. Sheila E. She'll be Ruby A. That's, that's right. It.
1: That's it. Well, you and Aaron must be proud. We are so proud. First, really is amazing. She looked around. She in. She, yeah, she's interested in the other babies, making friends. And it got a little fussy at mealtime, but so does Bubba and Rick. Yes. Sure. Who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't?
2: So there, y'all, she is Check me too. at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, how yeah. how was that? I needed Snickers. It was it was good. What yeah. about
14: y'all though as far as the leaving that stuff? We can't we're breaking apart. Like yeah. we can't believe it. Everything right. is, is, is crazy and awesome, but also just like The first day we dropped Hunter off
2: was a terrible. It was a terrible day. And up to about a year ago, it was the last time I had a speeding ticket. Going
14: <laughs> to pick him up. <laughs>
7: you
2: know,
7: yeah, I remember that. Rick and Bubba, Rick so, and
14: Bubba. But it's a trip. It is a trip. We're loving it. And boy, howdy. It is amazing. I can't believe you guys have all done this. I know. It's tough. It's like you guys know some stuff or something. I
1: know. You, when you see it now, you're really more impressed with us, aren't you? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
14: <laughs> I'll never
1: admit that, but yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. 17 minutes past. More Rick and
7: Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba,
8: Rick and Bubba. Rick and
12: Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass
7: the gravy, please. 22
1: minutes now past the hour of the Rick Rick and Bubba show. But I know that just recently uh, we got an update on everybody's favorite lost dog, Nopi. Uh, in the in the what we just in got, the email. We, yeah. yeah, we got an update in the email that he's still lost, right? Yep, that's correct. There has been but I, it looks like he's on the phone. Have you seen this? I have not. I'm looking up on the board. does that and I say Nopey right it does So uh so oh check in with everybody's favorite lost dog, Nopey. Nopey? Nope.
8: I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. Y- you are free? Nopey?
1: Where,
11: where where are, are you, Nopey? free
1: I'm
8: in Australia. A- Australia. Australia Wow. Well,
2: what are you? down under what are you dopey what are you doing down under i found somebody who loves me someone that loves you well that's good
1: i'm so so happy that's so good you're you're now in australia (laughs) i i found chuck you you found what a job a job i thought you said you found chuck no a job a job
2: i'm a detector dog your detector dog what are you detecting
8: well, I've been to sniffing school.
1: You've been to sniffing school. Why what what are I you have, sniffing? I
8: have special nose, they say. <laughs> they, they special, special nose. Say. <laughs> so I what? what, what say. What are
2: you detecting? What are you sniffing
1: for?
8: Coronavirus.
1: Oh, you're one of those new uh, Corona I, dogs. I, oh, wow, a man. So just, somebody's got it I, on their ankle. Look out! Wait a minute. I can smell sweaty
8: ankles and infected people.
1: <laughs> so, it, it, so you just go ankle? right
2: up and sniff their ankles and see if they got it or not, huh? Show me an ankle
8: that's sweaty. I'll tell
2: you if you
1: got it. Okay. <laughs> so if I got a sweaty ankle, you can give me a positive or a negative. So where where are you working at, Nopi?
8: Australia
2: Airport. Airport. The airport in Australia. Okay. Good that's deal. What I
8: said.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm glad you got a job. How did you get to Australia to begin with? <laughs>
8: On a plane.
2: <laughs>
11: <laughs>
2: so who is your new owner?
8: Chuck. Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> he found me because I was lost, you know.
1: Yes, yeah, we, we knew that. that. Yeah, we knew that, yeah. Well, and he,
8: nope. said, he, he said, I see something special in you. <laughs>
1: Come with me. Oh,
2: wow. Well, <laughs> Nopi, have no, you... a uh, great story. Yeah, have you seen one of the kangaroos I
8: mean, over there? Uh, I know I'm not friends with
2: them. No, you haven't seen a kangaroo?
8: Just been
2: to airport. Oh, oh, just been to the airport. Okay, that's. I've it.
8: been working here for six weeks.
2: Oh really? <laughs> well, how's it going there? Do you like it?
8: I love it because I'm loved.
2: <laughs>
1: Gosh, you're loved.
2: Yeah, you yeah. love it because i
8: love. loved.
2: <laughs> do, do you get to wear a little uniform, or how do they do? You, they carry around on a leash. How's that work?
8: They got a little 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 vest. It's this working dog.
1: Oh, good! (laughs) Wow, that's impressive.
8: I have big friends, German Shepherds, everything.
1: what? Have big what? Friends? Oh, big
8: friends. They got special noses too. Uh,
2: Oh, they do. So you have other dogs, probably bigger than you, that are sniffing dogs too.
8: That's right. I'm a phenom. Oh, really?
1: (laughs) So you're just yeah, a little phenom there. (laughs) You, You had this gift. You didn't even know it.
8: I know. I know it. I sniffed out everything.
1: So what? What kind of rate of
2: infection are you finding?
8: A hundred percent.
2: Oh, really? Oh. So you're a hundred percent. How many no, people? I mean, how many? Like, how many out people, of a hundred, yeah, would yeah, be positive yeah. when you sniff their ankles.
8: Oh, About two. two? Oh, about
1: okay. 2%. Two. percent Okay. About two. I find them. You got sweaty ankles. I sniff me. <laughs> okay. We. Well, yeah. Well, no.
2: Now, uh, Noby, What is your day? I mean, how long do you work a day? How does this work? If what kind of shift do you, are
1: you on?
8: Well, we work about three hours. Okay, well, that's not bad.
1: It's like it's like no. living in France, it's like around here. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, nope, he's Uh-oh. choked. Nope, you okay? I'm
8: just gonna let
1: Better be careful. Don't get a cold. And <laughs> stop right. your nose that's up. Right. And everybody's gonna think you got
8: it. Yeah, well, sweat is not contagious.
2: Oh, yeah, right. Saying, they tell they taught you that in do sniffing do
8: school. Yeah, I,
11: I, I guess we
1: can have sports now.
8: Yeah. So just. I, I gotta go. I, I just want to check in and let you know that I've been found. Okay, Nopi, nopey. I'm free. I'm free forever. I'm free.
2: I'm free. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, nopey checking there, there in there from down under. Uh, there he is. Uh, this is an
1: nobster. You ever know he sounds a lot like Elmo, doesn't <laughs> he? <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot <laughs> so, oh, what well man. i guess the problem solved we don't we, we don't have a nopey problem anymore how about i'm excited to yeah. the fact that we're able to train these dogs i that. am too well look and now it's led to nopey's freedom i mean that's pretty big that's huge and uh so uh so anyway good good to get an update from him yep uh tory in alabama tory go ahead
10: Hey, uh, I just wanted to hear you guys' opinion on uh, the ABC board. I know that this happened like a couple – or actually last week. ABC board in Alabama decided to pass that all bars
11: mm-hmm. in
10: Alabama, you know, last call, 11 p.m., all drinks off the table and have to be consumed by 11.30 p.m. And I'll be honest with you, and then the beach is having to close at 10 People go out on the beach at night, you know, and look for crabs and stuff like that. And that's about the prime time that people are mainly social distancing and families actually go together, you know. Yeah. And it's really just it, it completely upsets me, and it's diminishing our livelihood as Americans. And I am just about fed up with it, with them telling us and controlling every aspect of businesses, public places, and it's baffling to me. Which one th-
2: are you more are you more tore up about the bars or the beach?
10: It's, I'm more t- the reason why is because I, I pay for school out of my pocket, bartending. I'm trying yeah. to go to school, you know, better my education, my livelihood. And I like, and having to put, and when you have a bar that's, say, they're open from eight to two in the morning, you know, it's yeah. not like a daytime bar. It's, it doesn't serve food and everything. You can't just stay open.
11: Yeah.
1: I, it, it's, it, I don't understand know? the logic of it. What, what does the time matter? I mean, if if, I, if that's if,
10: my thing, I guess coronavirus I, if, only comes out at ten or ten or eleven. Yeah, you know
1: I, what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Tori, does the uh, yeah. social Seems like distancing you might be putting people together in a bigger wad because the, they're panicked on the small window?
2: The, yeah. Does social distancing seem to play out after eleven o'clock?
10: That's the thing. When you read the order, it says that when people have had more, um, I, I guess when they've had or they're becoming intoxicated, however you want to say it. They don't abide by the social distancing guidelines. Well, if that's the case, why put a limit on the beaches at 10 p.m.? Yeah, that actually- I mean, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, it seems like in, at the beach, yeah. especially, you'd spread out more time so people wouldn't be all crowded in one oh, yeah, small Rick window. And
7: Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
13: You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show.
1: 35 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866. We Be Big is our number. All Dot com slash Bubba. Teaming up with The Rick and Bubba Show. And I've ordered a really cool chair from them. Came right to the door. And uh, we have it down at Camp House. Go in there to check it out today. And Handmade in America armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, premium products and they send it uh, uh, you know from their factory that's located in the great state of North Carolina. It ships easy uh, at low pricing for great savings. They even offer a 100 day trial delivery as I said is free and if you'd like to finance it, they can handle that too. and they offer on their furniture on the furniture handmade this quality Bubby, you ready for this? a forever warranty. forever, forever. Uh, not only a great, uh, you know, you know, probably underappreciated song by the super group kiss, but, yep. but it is it a forever warranty. You pick the fabric. I did that. Of course, I cursed this for camp house. So, cause mine, so mine's in leather. Cause when you smell leather, you know what you smell?
11: <laughs> Somebody means business. <laughs> That's right. Leather means business. Mm. But, but
1: you may not want that. They've got some other fabrics and they're all very durable, uh, and stain resistant. So if you'd like to find out more, they're pet friendly. Uh, go to all com slash Bubba. You'll save 20%. It's revolutionary to have this sent directly to your door. Uh, and you'll save 20% off anything that you buy. Allform.com slash Bubba. The link also at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, this is a banner day. I'm looking up now. Coach Johnson's calling. What? Well, you know, a lot, of these, lot, a lot of these coaches are having to figure out what they're going to do. You Speedy know, he always misses it. I know. He misses Snoopy <laughs> and he misses Coach Johnson. Dang it. And, you know, you got people practicing. You got people working out, trying to get ready for the season. And, uh, you know, the co- coaches have to get tested. Coach Johnson? Coach, good to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. But I mean, mean, we're excited about the season, too. But you got to get started. You know, I mean, you got to be prepared because the season is likely going to happen. So, uh, have you been tested? (laughs) So, you went down to get tested. Then, what happened? (laughs) Woo! It was very crowded, so there were a lot took of people. Forever. Oh, took forever. took forever. So took you, forever. Had to, you had to like, yeah. stand in a line. Yeah. So you, you ended up leaving. Got tired yeah. of it and got up and left because the yeah. line was so long. Yeah, I understand that. Woo! So it turned out you got well, a few got days a, later. A few days got later, got a, later yeah. you, you got a positive.
11: Wow. Can you believe it?
1: <laughs> I can't believe it. I really can't. I, I can't. I've I, heard something similar. I can't even. That's out. That's nuts. It's funny, man. You can't, this. You can't this. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. And with, you. and with all these seniors coming back, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we well, well,
11: I yeah. think y'all are gonna have a good year too. Yeah, I do too.
1: I yep. do too. And you know, and uh, hadn't had anybody test positive yet. so That's good news. So,
7: Okay, <laughs> all right, so <see>. you <laughs> See, he I, goes he's uh,
1: down to the new thing. Coach John's changed a little bit since last <laughs> time we heard from him. He can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> can't
11: get the character. He <laughs> went. <laughs> 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 it's been a while, yeah, It's
1: Come on. I got to like it, though. Yeah. Speedy, <laughs> you missed it. He <laughs> missed it. Oh, God. He, he misses all these uh, people. Oh, he always gets uh, a stomach uh, attack when they he does. It's <laughs> awful.
7: Uh, uh, Bubba, oh,
1: everybody's bringing this to my uh, attention today. <laughs> um, uh, you missed coach johnson calling oh, uh, yeah, yeah we've had him where we be be been No traffic
6: i was talking to adler
1: you screen phone know. calls yeah, yeah. adler's upset first day daycare i know well that's oh, a tough day uh, i need some water everybody's There's bringing this to my attention but uh by the way you wouldn't believe this coach johnson went to get tested <laughs> <laughs> the line was so long he left and he got a, he got a <laughs> yeah,
6: didn't even take that test. i bet you love that yeah yeah
1: so there's nothing funnier, Of course, you know it can happen here. So I'm, I understand that LeBron James is ready just to, just to just to point his finger at, Co- at, at, at President Trump, Coach Johnson, <laughs> Coach, 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 Johnson Coach. Coach Johnson too. Him and <laughs> LeBron's never got along. So you know the president's been critical of of the NBA and what they're doing, and he says that that uh, they're going to lose him as as a viewer. And he also declared his lack of interest, you know, in the in the league because of the players kneeling for the national anthem. <clears throat> well, here comes LeBron, and he's ready to make this big statement, and then he messes up the <laughs> "couldn't care less" line. <laughs> I know it. I reckon know. the press printed it. The press wrong. printed it wrong. I could care less about the president watching the games. But no, LeBron, it's not. It, you couldn't care less. Yeah, that's what you're supposed you to. You couldn't care less, LeBron. I hate to break this to you. That's not the phrase. It's "couldn't care less." Very misused. If you could care less, then there is some care that you have about the president not watching the games.
11: Yeah,
1: yeah. Couldn't care less. Get it right. Uh, Also, another another story that's been out there. Matthew out of Colorado Springs. Matthew, go ahead.
12: Boy, this is kind of awkward transitioning directly from Coach Johnson. Yeah, that's not that's not um, what you're looking for. Yeah, but uh, Jerry Falwell. The little Instagram photo snafu, that was something. it doesn't help when his explanation sounds like something that came directly out of the Babylon Bee trying to justify it either.
11: <laughs>
1: yeah, in, in case y'all haven't seen it, and again, I don't know what's going on. At Liberty University, I have a lot of respect for that university. I love the, the, the product that they're cranking out. they having yeah. young people engaged and trying to go into whatever vocational field and, uh, and be you know, have an impact uh, as as followers of Christ, those that are Christians that are there. But and I understand that J- Falwell Jr. because of his last name may seem untouchable. Uh, but how much more does the bo- the board have to try to explain away till they finally say, "Hey Jer, hey Jr., um, why don't you why don't you step down and and do what's better? You're not bigger than the university, and uh, and what's going on with that university is much bigger than Falwell Jr." it's obvious he sees himself in some sort of celebrity role. Um, th- this thing about the, you know, we, we had to deal with him in Miami, what was that, a, over a little over a year ago, where we got pictures of him clubbing. And then that board has to explain that away. And, and then now he and some buddies are on a yacht uh, having some kind of uh, white trash trailer boys theme party, which that sounds like something that college students would do. You're a little, you're a little old for that. And then, so think of all the things I'm saying, then he makes the horrible decision to post pictures on social media of them at the party, and the pictures are troublesome. And now the explanation is, oh, well, the woman that I had my arm around has her pants unbuttoned because we're pretending like she's pregnant in the trailer park.
2: No, I think the story I read, she is pregnant, and she could not get her pants on. And he had tried to put his pants on, and he had gained a few pounds. And he said, I'm kind of in the same boat. So they had their picture made with their pants undone. Mm. That's (laughs) what he said, Rick, on a
1: radio interview. Am I supposed to feel better about that? Because if I was on the board, I would say, hey, Junior, I don't know whether to believe what you're saying or not. (laughs) Let's say what you're saying is 100% true. I still want to know what you're doing at a party like this. I want to know why you don't have any more discernment as the president of, a, of the, the largest Christian university. Uh, is it in the world? I know it's in our country. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's huge as far and as that. you don't have any better discernment than to not post these pictures on social media? First of all, I would question, you know, if I was his, his accountability uh, you know, person in his life, I would say, do, do you think this this whole thing is a good call on your part as a man of God? <laughs> and and then you're going to put this out on social media, and 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 then you don't you don't even have enough sense to do that. And now you're out saying, well, yeah, the woman in the picture that's you know showing her entire midriff is pregnant, and she can't, can't put in her ba- uh button her pants, and I couldn't either. Well, maybe though, maybe we shouldn't be you know pulling costumes on and off with people we're not married to. And in a party atmosphere like this, they even had a video called Trailer Boys. It literally looked like something that fraternities would right, do. Right, right. And you're a grown man and supposed to be a grown man of God. And uh, so it, it, he's not bigger than the university, <clears throat> and I don't know why. I guess you can't. Maybe he is untouchable. You know, I don't know, mm-hmm. but, but I don't know
5: what else you have to do to be asked to step down. Mm-hmm. His, his apology almost sounds smart aleck too. It oh, does. I'll he, try well, to well, do I mean, better. Well, he, yeah, yeah. I, his exact quote was, "I've promised my kids I'm going to try to be a good boy from here on out." Yeah, that's his apology. Can I tell you, when you're having to apologize
1: to your kids for something they should be apologizing to you about? Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> tough. I mean, that's <laughs> tough. <laughs> that, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> this is what your kids should be apologizing to you about you not apologizing to them they're the ones that should have had the party that that didn't have any discernment yeah because they're young and dumb so uh they all that, a lot to those pants she's trying to get on later no if, if they had fit it would be a bad <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it would be this is all this is a bad idea mm-hmm. you shouldn't be in a scene like this as as what you proclaim as a man of god you shouldn't be in this scene you shouldn't be anywhere near this yeah and you certainly shouldn't post it no. And um, and I feel bad because I know a lot of people there. We have a good relationship with them, and they're all working hard to really do some good uh, for the kingdom by putting, you know, people with a, a biblical worldview into vocations to have an impact, and also expose them to you know the uh, the gigantic gatherings they have every week. What's it called? Uh, uh, convocation. they the convocation you know, to expose them to different points of view, as we mentioned a minute ago, from, from different people and learn how to decide what they believe and how to defend their faith and even have a, how to defend attacks on their faith. All that's great. And frankly, Junior's not bigger than that. And anything Junior does to to be detrimental to that, I think, should be dealt with in a much more... Are they just afraid of him? Is he one of these people that puts a board around him that that are afraid of him, they won't hold him accountable? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the arrangement is, but it's... Uh... You know, when you're in charge
2: of that, I mean, if you were anybody else, you could probably get away with it, but you're at a much higher calling position, and it's it's a little strange he has to keep apologizing for
1: these things. And and if you're on the board, isn't there someone in there that says, guys, are we just going to continue this to something even bigger happens? Yeah. Because it's not like you're not seeing a caution flag. Right now, you're seeing signs that are saying bridge is out, and you're just <laughs> driving right at Yeah, right you're from, on the accelerator. You, you, you're not – you're yeah. just uh, – Anybody that has that pore of discernment in that place of responsibility, man, you, you're going to have to do something. And uh, I think he thinks he can get away with it. You know why he thinks that? Because he does. He has before. Uh 14 minutes to the top of the hour. we got phone calls and any stories we missed to wrap up the hour.
7: Coming up, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: Minutes to the top of the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We are wrapping up this hour. We're just going to hit some headlines rapid fire here that we didn't get to. Uh, one of them was kind of a biggie. Uh, Sally Yates uh, was uh, interviewed, and uh, Lindsey Graham got her to say just as straight as you possibly could. Uh, do the, Do you believe now, uh, with the dossier, if you had this, uh, if you had the, this thing brought before you right now? Knowing what you know, uh, would you sign it? And uh, and do you think that uh, Cuomo, uh, I mean Comey, I'm sorry, went rogue? And But she answered it pretty straight, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says you could use that term. So she's saying that the FBI
2: director went rogue, went outside normal procedure in, uh, in this uh, effort to find someone in the Trump campaign who had Russian ties. And th- that's that's big news. I mean, that's that's really big news. She's the uh, uh, former deputy attorney general. Um, the major news networks during their 5 o'clock news yesterday, none of the big three devoted one second of time to that story. One but, second. All three of them, zero, zero,
1: zero. Say that again. This is shocking testimony about the fact that uh, – Comey went rogue. He he was out to try to uh, destroy incoming National Security Advisor Michael Flynn in 2017 uh, with misinformation and got her to, uh, to sign off. Under oath. Under oath. To say that James Comey went rogue. Yeah, and she said uh, he absolutely had, there was misinformation that if I had now, I would not have approved of it. So did James Comey go rogue. I guess you could use that term. Yes, how, how much coverage on ABC, NBC, and CBS, Rick? That'd be zero. They completely skipped
2: the story, according to the Media Research Center. And I saw ABCs myself, so I know they didn't cover
1: it. That'd be none, zero. It's a pretty big story, yeah, because it shows that Comey was using his office to for political agendas. Uh, and- Comey is dirty. In this, he and is, I'm is. not too sure it doesn't need to be
2: prosecuted.
6: What'd you say? We have a one-minute okay. clip from Adler if you'd like it. I right, here it I is.
1: Mm-hmm. Here's the moment.
8: I see clips.
1: I see
6: clips. <laughs> I see pieces of
9: clips. And of the phone call?
8: This was a counterintelligence investigation of the Trump campaign's potential um, uh, relationship with the Russians.
9: That makes no sense. On January the 4th, they recommend to drop Flynn. They mentioned the Logan Act, and you advised against prosecuting the Logan Act. Is that true?
8: We never made an official decision about whether we were going to do it, but I think it was unlikely, certainly unlikely, that we would pursue a prosecution. And, that and, was not our primary yeah, concern. Yeah. It was so, not a look at that violation. It was a counterintelligence concern.
9: Okay, here's what I want to understand. It's a counterintelligence investigation that led to the interview. You didn't authorize the interview. As a matter of fact, you wanted to go to the White House and tell them about the problem, didn't you?
8: That's right. I did. I thought that that was the more immediate issue.
9: And when you heard, when, when you heard about the interview, you got upset, didn't you?
8: I was upset that Director Comey didn't coordinate that with us and acted unilaterally. Yes, I was.
9: Okay. Did Comey go rogue?
8: Then You could
3: use that term. Yes.
11: Hmm.
9: So there you go. That's that's
2: big news that the FBI director went rogue <laughs> and on that the, nobody's covering. Incoming campaign. Mm -hmm. to try to basically frame a guy. Um, And whether you believe it or not, whether you think it's important or not, it's still a story. And the fact that the three major networks did not mention it at all, Rick, not one second of it, Mm -mm. shows you that there's a obvious bias in what they're doing.
1: Yep.
2: I mean, we've known that, but I mean, it's just further proof that's, that's really kind of embarrassing on their part. Yep. And further
1: reason to the fact that their ratings are tanking right so anyway when it comes to that that Pfizer warrant that finally got there uh, she said she didn't know that there were problems on it when she signed off on it if she knew the things she knew now she would not have signed off on it
2: well what they're doing is they're going through and making everybody who signed off on the paper trail give an account for what they did which is what they ought to do so there you go. Because I know we have to have investigations. I know we have to have secret warrants signed off by a secret court uh, in dealing with some of these things. But it's it's out of control right now. They're using it for political warfare. I mean, it's Rick. This is really this makes Watergate look like a two bit break in, which is what it was. Okay. It's but it's the same thing. We're 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 spying and we're using politics, and now we're using our secret investigative wing of our government to get our political opponents with no evidence, no reason to be investigating some of these people other than they're not our guy. What would, what would it was you, a
1: fishing trip.
2: They went looking to see if they could find anything.
1: To, to all the points made, what would you do? Let's say that you are someone who supports the Democratic Party. What would you do if, if somehow Watergate was modern time, meaning we have a Fox News? We didn't then. We have a Rush Limbaugh. We have a Sean Hannity. What if the Watergate information was reported on ABC, NBC, and CBS? Rush Limbaugh wouldn't talk about it. Sean wouldn't talk about it. Fox News wouldn't talk about it. You would be losing your minds. You would be saying, all they're doing is just covering. This is not, this is not what's good about, for the American people. This is all politics. Well, this is Watergate Beyond, and major networks are not even talking about it. This is a major news story for the American people, politics aside. Mm-hmm. And see, this is what Just makes, like Watergate
2: was. This is what makes when Trump calls them fake news look legit. Mm-hmm. This is why he calls them that. Because time and time again, their bias is shown in this. They're not—they're not, they're not non-biased. They—they're tabloids. That's what they've turned into. Exactly what the British media is. They're tabloids. They're well, not, even Walter Cronkite, who was well respected,
1: had an agenda. But at least he didn't just didn't show it to everybody. Well, the 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 one that just left MSNBC says it all. Yep, it's not journalism. Everything's baked in ed- an editorial. Yep. It's not journalism. The editorials and the journalism are all the same thing now. There's no separation. Thank you for being with us. Uh, If you leave us right now, have a great day.
7: Rick Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.